Uh, just a big thank you to all our sponsors out there that are looking after us. Firstly, TikTok Nutrition. They are coming up with new meals every week. It's unreal and they're delivering to more and more places. Go to the website, put in your postcode, and they'll tell you where they deliver. $20 off your first order over $100 with code word FLOG at checkout. And fuck the tax, man, for all your fishing apparel. The best there is getting around, not just fishing shirts, uh, everyday shirts. Get some for you and your mates. And at checkout, use FLOGS for 15% off. Get around him. And if you want a hat, go to Seed Knuckles at Country Trucker Caps. Go and check them out. And you use code word FLOG, all capitals, F-L-O-G, at checkout for a nice little discount so he knows where we're coming from. <laughs> and, of course, Labrakes. Head to Mates Mode there. Sign up. Through their app, use two flogs, all capitals, one word, to join us in mates mode. Great little community there. Going to bet, bet with Ladbrokes. You. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I do a hell of a lot of driving, and everybody always asks me, how do you entertain yourself on your drives? Well, cue car karaoke. Thanks. And can you chuck on the Two Flogs podcast? Ah, we're back to the Two Flogs podcast. I'm Kerb and I'm a plumber. And I'm Zayden and I'm a real tradesman. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely smoked because usually with Gibbo's not here, someone will go, oh, I'm Gibbo and I'm a punter still. And you go, no, I've got one. Oh, no, all right. Oh, but you're actually Zayden the fucking Sunrise star. Yeah, apparently. I, I've gone from Diesel Fitter to uh, Australian Idol. Can, have you ever been in a band? No. 
I uh, my father wanted to force me to sing when I was a kid, and uh, you've got it. Being that I was at an all boys school at the time, that predominantly we played football. Um, and with each other. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> like uh, brother Kevin, fuck, he was good. Um, but uh, yeah, it was sort of wasn't real common, you know. So uh, it sort of drifted up, and then it was started to be a bit of a party trick and a joke. Fuck, you got a voice on ya. I do a lot of driving, yeah, and a yeah, lot yeah. of that time is me uh, singing off into space. Fuck. Well, I, I was in Newcastle. It was weird that we were all down there on the weekend. Oh. So I was in I was in um, in Newcastle for shows, and the boys were across the harbour from me. I I swear to you, we were staying on the left hand side of Newcastle, um, right on the mouth of the river on the foreshore there. Um, I can't remember what, was, what the fucking joint was called actually. It was like where all the old workers' cottages were for the steel mills and stuff. But we were over that side, and it's a really nice house. And we could look straight across to the foreshore of Newcastle, like where the V8 supercars go yeah, and that right. sort of stuff. So we had a great spot. And Knuckles, Tommy, and Cam were on the other side. And I was on my side. I swear to God, all night from three kilometres over a river, I could hear. <laughs> I reckon I heard him all night. I'm only going, I could fucking hear that bloke. You could just hear him everywhere. <laughs> so, yeah, we had a different experience in Newcastle, me and the boys. They all got fucking whacked and I, I was working. Like I'd, <laughs> so I couldn't get on the pier. So I just opened my first can. So I've had February off. So it's Friday today. This so the first. Uh, the well first done, mate. Friday, cheers, cheers, that. cheers, all cheers all Zayden. Over. Thanks for coming in. Uh, oh, what do you got there, Moose? Gus has bought me a stout. A 1.8 standard yes. drink stout. So I think he's trying to roofie, oh. me, roofie me and get me in the back. <laughs> gout, gout in a can. Yeah. Gout in a can. Fucking hell. It looks like a cappuccino. It does. And I can smell it. Shit. <laughs> Fuck. It's, it's dark beer too, isn't it? Like it's a black beer. It says notes of like chocolate and... Oh, oh that should be Yeah, roasted coffee oh. and smooth are, chocolate are, are notes. You the, are you into the crafties? Nah, I'd rather... Oh, like you're a Queenslander. I, I like craft beers, so I went through and tasted like... There was a time in my life where I wanted to try like every beer imaginable, so I like I keep a list. Yep. Um, with uh, trying a lot of stuff from old Bob's Bulk Booze up where I oh, am. You yeah. guys don't have it down here. No, but, um, but I know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So up there, it's um, try a new beer every week, and uh, I think I'm up to shit. I think somewhere in the eighties. What's your favourite beer? Question without notice. Still your mate's brewing Larry Cairns, I reckon. Fair dinkum. Yeah, I just Fair I enjoy them. I, I, they're just sort of... They're from Lismore. Really? I thought they were from... Oh, like, they two mates. Sunny Coast. Oh, oh, two mates. I was going to say, I thought they were Sunny Coast. Yeah, right. Two, no, it's a different mate's brewery. Yeah. Oh, cool. Right, yeah. so that was your favourite beer you've ever had. Yeah, Toast Little Tin. Uh, it's Pale Ale. Oh, like an IPA. Uh, not okay. an India Pale Ale. Oh. Um, so more of a... Oh, it's like a fruitier. Yeah, fruitier, sort of like a yep. closer to a hazier one. Mate, but, if, um, if Gibbo was here, let's uh, just bow your heads for a minute. God bless Gibbo. Not here tonight. <laughs> Gibbo's been picked up by Des Hasler to give the the Titans a training council tonight. Oh. It was meant to be a double gig, I found out, just before we kicked off. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I didn't get the invitation. Blair did. So, <laughs> uh, Beetle. Beetle. Cyril's there as well. Can we please queue up the curb fucked up button, mate? Curb fucked up. He really fucked up. Right, so Gibbo been away. We, right, Gibbo's away this week. We we've got a couple of filling guys, Zayden, that come and sit in if I'm away, or if, well, I haven't been away yet, but I've got a couple of events coming up down the track while I will be away. So we've got guys that are regular panelists. Yeah, okay, nice. So we've got DQ, we've got Beetle. So DQ is coaching rugby league at whatever club he's elected to be at this year because he's just a club hall. 
Um, so he couldn't beat a nine. And then you got Beetle, but Beetle played in the over 35s A grade touch grand final tonight. Won 13 2, we just found Dominated, out. Dominated, he said. Dominated. No, 13 1 and let the only try in against a 60 year old fucking winger. That <laughs> he, he probably f- didn't want to see the nudie run or something. He forgot that he was out there and he just stepped around <laughs> him and scored their only try. He scores two, doesn't get me in the match, blows up. We rang him on the sports show, he had a big blow up. So there are our blacks. And then we've got Cyril. Now, Cyril's probably. Cyril, Cyril is a lot like Gibbo personality wise. Him and Gibbo are best mates. Me and Beetle are really like best mates. And me and Beetle are very alike in personality. So when I'm not here and it'll be Gib, Beetle will be sitting here because we'll sort of accompany yeah. each other. Cyril and me hit like me and Gibbo. So I've I've messaged Westy. Gone. Hey Westy, good for the good for the show, mate. <laughs> Gibbo's away, blah blah blah. He's written back, put me in coach. I went, that's something Cyril would say, sweet, we're cool. Blah, blah, blah. I'm sitting here looking at Zayden before, and I went, yeah, mate, just got a wife. I know where fucking Cyril is. <laughs> so I've got on my phone. I've messaged Cyril. I went, where are you, mate? He goes, what for? And I've written back, yeah, good on you or something. Like, you know, the show. He goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I went, fuck, I'm flicking through. So Westy, the plumber in Townsville that I messaged, um, didn't bother to tell me. I don't think I know what you're talking about, Kurt, because he obviously <laughs> listens to the show, but he's probably thinking I was just pissed having a joke. And uh, now you're an assistant. Hey, look. You're in. Look, sex appeal comes by the pound, so like you got a hell of a deal. <laughs> We've got so, a front, front row. So with you. you're doing an audience tonight for your first podcast, so you might you might get your own podcast or you, with a voice like you've got. Fuck me, dead. Oh mate, uh, head for radio, but uh, apparently the voice is a, a good one. Oh, I don't know that. So you end up on Sunrise. Yeah, I I still don't know how that fucking happened. I literally you got was, a lot of followers though, haven't you? I do, and but I don't know. Look, I don't know. Maybe I'm just ignorant. I don't even know how you send something into the news. Um, but I woke up at oh, woke up. I don't know, five in the morning to in coughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not sorry. This one I woke up in uh, Gosford. Oh, right. Wake up at like five in the morning, I'm just chilling out, and then like all of a sudden my phone just starts going bing, 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 You're bing. You're on bing. sunrise. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? And it was like, um, my father was ringing me, and then my sister was ringing me, and then <laughs> like, uh, so I come from a big family, right? Yep. So I'm one of six. Uh, Mum and dad, uh, sorry, dad's one of ten. Jesus. I've got like four. No TV or anything up there? No, no, no. no. They grew up in Claremont. There's fuck all there. (laughs) I could Claremont. I'll put Claremont. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, there's like 42 cousins or something. And you got that text from every one of them. Uh, I call it, so my last name's Bryant. We call it the Bryant Bushfire (laughs) because it just fucking spreads through all the aunts and uncles. Um, I usually refer to the aunts as the Rosary Rattlers because they're all Catholic. (laughs) uh, That's what my my in-laws are all at. The Rosary Rattlers, that's sensational. It just spread through them like hellfire and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then I open up my phone and it's like, hey bud, you're on the news. That's unreal. And I got a bit worried because the day before I sprayed some cunt at the survey. (laughs) (laughs) And you thought you'd been videoed. Yeah. Tell us about that before we get into what we're going to do. Tell us about the Sprout the Survey. So it was one of those uh, – one thing I haven't run up, uh, run into before, uh, I don't even know what the survey is called, but it was a pay-as-you-go survey. Yeah, yeah. But it was also um, one where it had a pub and shit. This and side of the border? Yeah, dad kissing country. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've, like, paid for my fuel and everything, and I'm trying to find, like, where I can just go buy a Red Bull. But um, I've walked in there. And a Webble Webble from Webble? A Red Bull. A Webble. <laughs> a Webble. Got a Webble. Got a Wimmy Board Wiper. <laughs> Sponsored by Webble. <laughs> <laughs> Little bit snooty. Yeah, fucking walked in there anyway. Finally got my Red Bull because yep. old lovey's like made me wait while she made four coffees for the, <laughs> like four people. So I'm sitting there, sitting there, sitting there, sitting there, and I've walked out, and all I hear is 
Move your car, cunt. To you? Yeah. And I was, You're not a little bloke. Yeah, I was You're like, a big, intimidating human. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> I was just, Did you just give him one? Well, I was I was in work gear, so I was like trying yeah, to be as cool and calm as I could. And I was like, I just said, you're lucky I don't pin you against yours, you can't. <laughs> was he like a little winger? Like oh, a, or was, a 5'8"? He was like your typical, if you thought of stereotypical dude that wanted to impress his missus. Oh, yeah. So he's so, like Moose. Yeah, so. Salmon. Uh, salmon polo one? About 30 ish years old, tough stickers up the arms, Ford oh, Ranger. Mm. Oh, the Ranger. Yeah, yeah and the a fucking f- Ranger. So, and I, yeah. I was like, I want to kill this cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Very popular amongst the tattoo fraternity, I've noticed, the uh, the Ranger. Oh, mate. Uh, usually tow a jet ski that they can't get down the fucking boat ramp, too. <laughs> yeah, they can't reverse it. <laughs> But yeah, I uh, when I woke up, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> fuck against yours, you can't." What did he say? Oh, no, nah, he's <laughs> just. Like, oh, I think he understood yeah. that he picked me at a bad time. Yeah. <laughs> Big North Queensland. I was just like, <laughs> just like you fucking germ cunt. Right, I got back in my car, and what was really awkward though is um, in our fleet vehicles, we've got breathalysers. Just to make sure that, like, if anybody's going onto a mine site, you're blowing a breath out. Oh, so not like an auto link one so you can't start the car, just a portable breath out. Oh, no, no, you can't start the car. Fitting. So it's uh, just part of the bloody. Yeah. Um, the rhetoric? Yeah. yeah, what we do for all the vehicles. Anyway, so it's real awkward. I've sprayed this cunt and then I'm sitting in the car waiting for the breath out <laughs> to warm up. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm just like, he's like in his car, still angry, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Just hang on a minute, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fucking get back to you in a minute. <laughs> yeah, fuck for a quick getaway, <laughs> eh? Yeah, imagine. <laughs> uh, Would have been worse if you walked over and go, I've had a couple of quick skillies. <laughs> Can you just blow in this? Well, I sort of thought I was like, they did save me because I'm looking at it. I'm like, fuck, how good is a servo with a pub attached to is it? Is it just .05 or you've got to be zero to drive it? No, nah, you can be under the legal limit. Yeah, right. So, so zero, right. zero for any work sites, but yeah. on, the, on the highway, just under the legal limit. Just well, keeps, keeps us honest. It's a safety initiative. Yeah, yeah 100%. Especially, yeah, the night, the night after and stuff, you never fucking know. Yeah. Fuck, that's funny. I had a bit of a run-in on the way out of Newcastle. Not a run-in, I just had the shits. Coming out of Newcastle, you, you, you were there today, so when you're coming through, there was you probably didn't notice, but there was just a BP on the left-hand side about two hours outside of Newcastle. And I've gone in there for just brekkie sort of thing I was on the road. The fucking dude behind the counter couldn't speak English. Oh. Indian chap. Not his fault. Not cranking him at all. Couldn't speak English. Oh. So I'm looking at him. I go, how you going, mate? And he just looks at me. <coughs> I had to give him my number for my fuel. So I'm, I was bows of four. And he just, he's just looking at me and I went, number four, mate. And he went, uh-huh. He, and he sort of used the machine. It was $50 and um, three cents and I was ropeable because I had a $50 note. Oh. And I had to break a 10 because he, <laughs> he wanted the three cents, which was five cents. But he couldn't tell me. I'm like, what's going on here? I had a bun because it was a fucking gibbo. I had a Bundaberg, um, Bundaberg and sarsaparilla in my hand. I wanted to buy because fucking. Have you tried one of them? I haven't. No. Bundy and sars. Oh, yeah, right. Fucking. Not rum. No, no. I put <laughs> not rum not in it, but no, not to drive home. I didn't. No, yes. no I just grabbed a. I grabbed. I grabbed a Bundaberg sarsaparilla, and I thought, oh, right, I, and I, they had a gluten free um, wrap thing, so I got that. Mate, he didn't know what I was asking for. Yeah, right. No, I'm looking at him going, is this bloke taking the piss? So, And he's, he points at himself, points at me, then points to his right for me to follow him, and he, he basically told me to point. I, went, I just want that, mate. And there was a gluten-free brownie. I said, I'll grab the gluten-free brownie there beside you. 
Probably just been in there a week. Never said, no, it was all fresh and good. The food was fine. But he, he never said a fucking word to me. I thought, this can't see the death or just arrogant. Anyway, a manager come over and she goes, sorry, he doesn't speak English. I went, what the fuck's he working here for? Yeah, what's he I, working I, I truly said that to her. <laughs> truly said to her. I went, why is he working here? And she's like, oh, they, everyone deserves a chance. I said, 100%. I'm 100% for people to be working. But this poor bloke, one day he's going to get the wrong Australian and they're going to nail him. Like, I wasn't cranky with him one bit. I was like, you poor, you poor sod. You've just been... Imagine getting a truckie who's driven from Adelaide that pulls up and wants a battered sav and a fucking Chico roll and gets that poor dude. He's going to nail him. Oh, I'm sort of impartial to it. Like, I get everybody needs an opportunity, but me if too. you're going to work customer service, fuck me. At least, you know, no, a few reels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, give me something. And he's just smiling at me. <laughs> I was going, what are you smiling at? I was frustrated. And like, anyway, at the end of the day, and you know what I was really waiting for? As I walked out, he goes... Have a good day, but he didn't. I thought if you fucking say have a good day as I'm walking, I'm going to crack. But he, and I'm sorry, yeah, he didn't say nothing anyway. So I got out of there. But fuck, it pissed me off. You probably walked out and he just did these ones. Yeah, <laughs> what a dickhead! <laughs> I was so fucking yeah, the head wobble and the finger. What a dickhead! I was so fucking pissed off. I wasn't even going to mention it tonight. Or fucking you brought that up. Oh, fuck, oh, well. So I do have a little bit of. Um, Housekeeping I've got to do here tonight, if that's okay with everyone. It's your podcast. Yeah, it is. And just fucking never forget it. We're the two folks, mate, not the three. I've said it a million times. My name's on the side of the ute, not yours. Graham Kirby, circa 1982 now. So my man used to say all the time. <laughs> my name's on the ute, not yours. Shut up, dig. Right. <laughs> right, here, everybody's waiting for it. The merch drop dates. Set your fucking clocks. Friday, the 15th of March. Gibbo's hearing it here first. <laughs> Friday, 15th of March, will be your... He doesn't listen. Will, no, he doesn't listen. Merch drop. It will go live at 6 p.m. Friday, the 15th of March. That's Moose's job to make sure she's live. Uh, and, yeah, we've got five shirts, two hats, and four stickers. That's all. So getting quick. So if you want a hat, there's only two. So, <laughs> no. So we've got five, stolen one. five designs. Two hats and four stickers. The stickers, we, they're, a, they're a pack. Like, you've got to buy a pack. Uh, a pack of stickers. We've also got a Two Flogs Racing windscreen sticker. Oh. We've changed the checkers. I've put it on only flogs. Changed the checkers. We've put a pigeon on either side. Bit of feedback? Feedback was there. Can we please do it? I ran it by everyone, me, and I thought that's a great idea. So... <laughs> We've gone the uh, yeah the pigeons and so but Angela said well we should you should call it the two flocks racing and I went it's two flocks podcast you got nothing to do with it darling yeah. it's two flogs and uh, yeah the pigeons so you get a pigeon windscreen sticker <laughs> and you get the four stickers the five designs now they're all on our only flogs I'll go through now uh, Connor Poggin fucking pull your head in I'll put them all up so everyone can see because I went through and I just did them like sneakily once a week I put a new one up for the last sort of five weeks. And now, like, he doesn't, he couldn't be fucked scrolling through to find the other four designs. So I'm going to put a, a group of them up. So, yeah, so stay tuned for that. Lock your dates in, six o'clock, Friday the 15th. Right, we've got a live show. First of June. It's a Saturday night at the Kyogle Bowling Club. Cannot wait. We have 450 tickets available. Bert has bought 429 pre-sale, <laughs> so get in quick. Um, when I announced this on, I only put on only flogs, haven't put up on anything else. Bert rang me straight away. He goes, "I got about 40 bucks. I want tickets." I went, Fuck, that was a minute ago. So yeah, so first first of June, it's a Saturday night. We're all going to be there. 
we have some super special guests. We will not be revealing who the guests are. Um, they're from a massive entertainment industry. They're going to be well worth the interview. We're pretty stoked that we've actually got them. Um, I'm trembling that they're coming because I fucking can't wait to meet these people myself and I can't believe they said yes. So we'll not give it away. You're going to know who they are. That's all I can say. They're in the charts at the moment. You're going to know who they are. And we also have a band at the end. Now, we're an old uh, generational podcast with younger listeners, but we have a 90s cover band that are going to rock the fucking doors off the joint. So, and Moose, what are you doing, mate? Singing a song. Moose is singing a song. On the bucket list. And I thought, yeah. So Moose is going to sing a song? The songbird of our generation. You might might have to do some coaching. I'll be the last last song when everyone's You might have to come down for that. We might have to book you in to come down for the live show. Oh, I I actually do want to go there. Sing a duet. Kyle's a great team. Are you sure you want to raise the humidity in the room that much? Oh, imagine the wet forks. (laughs) We'd have to slide the women onto the tiles. A couple of snails. Imagine the safety protocols. 32 women slipped off their chairs. You got the chinless South African up there fucking just belting one out with you beside him. It'd be unreal. Let's do it. Yeah, so we don't really know what we're doing, Moose, yet. We're, we've got him. He's obviously going to be a very big part of the show. We don't know how we're going to do this. We've got to introduce him slowly into the crowd. We don't know how we're going to do it. I'll have the roaming mic, maybe. We've got Beetle. No, Beetle's on the floor. Mm. Beetle's, got a, Beetle's got a job. We've got a couple of other blokes. Um, they're going to be wandering around fucking doing <laughs> some shit in the crowd that always appear here on the pod, so... That'll be fun. So, yeah, tickets will be soon. We've just got to lock in. We've got a comedian to open up the show. We've got, yeah, like I said, we've got a special person too. We've got, yeah, we've got, we've got four special people coming down. We're going to interview um, from, from a group. Ooh. Yeah, I can't fucking wait. From a group. I can't wait to meet these blokes. It's going to be fucking unreal. Uh, one girl and three guys. So uh, they're huge. They're massive entertainers in the entertainment industry. Unreal. And we have a guest MC. He may or may not be from Kyogle. Can't tell you who it is. You can probably work it out. It's not fucking Bert. Might be Beetle. <laughs> Beetle's a Kyogle son over there. So we've got that going on. Also, if you want to sponsor the uh, Podcast Royale in any way, shape or form, if you want to sponsor a fight, if you want to sponsor absolutely anything, please get involved. Sponsor packages are available right now at contact at alpha-events.com.au. Attention at the Cass. She will send you out a flyer of how to get involved. If you want to get involved in a seven-man blindfolded boxing match, there is some conditions that apply. You qualify for this, Zayden. You, you qualify. <laughs> you have to be there, which you're going to be there. So you have to be – you already have to have a ticket. You're not getting a ticket. You have to already have a ticket. You have to send – fucking, there's a good Bert. You have to send <laughs> – um, you know, the bloody scotch has got, got me straight away. Um, and you have to send in a video to our Instagram, which is – Alpha Events Co. on Instagram. Please tag us. We'll share it. Uh, of just just going at it. Blindfolded. Well, not fucking. Just going at it on a boxing bag or a mate or a tree or anything you want. What if I'm too unfit to run and too fat to hide? Yeah, blindfold's definitely the way to go. Mm. That's the safest option. And you've got to be sober until after the match. Yeah, you can't be carrying on before the match or you will not be allowed in the fight. You can't be... You, you can't be fingered, not a fucking chance. So you have to be. If you get selected, you have to be. You, you'll be signing something, and you'll be there. And your tickets, medical. Will, yeah, there'll be a medical. All that sort of stuff will have to be done. But please, if you want, send us a funny video for your chance to get in. Uh, tag Alpha Blokes, tag Proper True Yarn, and tag Two Flogs Podcast on Instagram, and we'll uh, we'll make sure that we watch your video and we'll judge you accordingly. I always say accordion. <laughs> 
How many rounds in that one, mate? <laughs> Fucking hell. Did it right there. So, yeah, Newcastle show. So I went down on the weekend. I went down, uh, left here Thursday. I went to Blink-182 in Brisbane on Wednesday night. You bastard. I was. I, I bummed you, didn't I? You did. Yeah. I was uh, at the Hammer Hotel and I saw Bloody Barbary were there. Bu- were you buying heroin? What were you, yeah. what were you doing nah, there? Our, our office is 100 metres oh, down the road. Yeah. He sent me a snap of you. I've got a Snapchat <laughs> yeah. over there, yeah. And he's, I was like, what are you doing tonight? He's like, going to Blink-182 with Buster. I was like, oh, you fuckers. What a name-dropping fuckwit. <laughs> I didn't go with him. He had a, Did you see him with his mesh singlet on? Not with a mesh singlet. Yeah, he's fucking... <laughs> he's, um, he had a mesh singlet. A mesh, he wears a mesh rabbit singlet everywhere. It's weird. Oh, he had a... He was dressed up. I, yeah. I think he had his town clothes on. Did he? I can't remember. I ran into him. I, I had a yarn. Him and Lukey Matthews were up there. We, mm. Lukey Matthews was wearing our um, pigeon hat. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're not for sale yet. And blokes are walking through going, where did you get one of them? Big Lukey's like pretty quiet. Big bloke going, holy fuck. But he's a double winner. He's a double flog winner. So yeah. Lukey was our first ever um, double winner. They call him the dozer because he used to doze through blokes and dressing sheds after AFL games. I think that's <laughs> how we got it. I can't remember if that's – I'm pretty sure that's how I, what they told me he did. But, um, yeah, good bloke. Good bloke. Um, so, so Lukey, the listeners will know, Lukey's the guy whose who's missus um, had a bit of a, a drama there and she'd come up from Melbourne to get operated on and they're now home back safe and she's, she's, uh, she's travelling along quite well. So – well done, darling. I went up and met. I met up with her. Um, said good day. Said hello to her. Met Luke now a couple of times. Great fella. It's yeah. great. Great meeting listeners. Yeah, well, like, uh, me and Luke caught up for uh, beers a couple of times actually. Yeah, good I fella. Just, just so happened to I happened to be there at the same time as him. Like not yeah. organised or anything, but uh, met him. Good dude. Eh? Yeah, he's a good guy. And and like and just um like been away from your kids for that long, and then she had to go back. She had a few complications, and they flew the kids up, and you could tell in his voice he was getting like. Hey, Luke, Luke, mate, I know you listen to this. You did a sterling job. You're a great dad. You're a great husband. You're a great role model, mate. Um, well done. And just to Barb's, I put a lot of shit on Barb's. Hey, Buster, you're a fucking cunt. I'm down here trying fucking awesome. <laughs> 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 fucking hell, mate. I've never had anything fucking tough job this. And you hear the tins cracking. Oh, yes, tough job, is it? <laughs> Glorified fucking horse detailer. I'm certain he has shares in the Hammer Hotel. <laughs> yeah, he's got it, hasn't he? <laughs> fucking like, sure of yeah. it. But he's like, yeah, but no no shit on. No, oh, oh, look, fucking. Barb's has become a great man of mine. And he straight out to Luke and goes, Where are you? And got him down to the hemo, got him on the piss, um, just got around him, took him to Blink-102, just made sure he was that. Because none of us, we, we're, like, I live an hour and a half south of Brisbane. Um, we, we couldn't get there. Barb's, mate, what a fucking great bloke. Like, and that's just the community that we got. Oh, he's a good human, and you can always he tell. Is, like, he really like, is. Yeah, he is. We take all of our our guys down to the hammer to have some beers, and you sort of yeah. like the people who all. It is sit a good around. pub. I put you on a joke, yeah. but it is a good pub. Oh, but the people who sit around with them are good humans. Humans as well, so it's sort of you know good humans attract other good humans. They so do, it's mate. Sort of they do. Good thing, eh? No, hats off to you, Bubs, and that's just like he's he's um part of the Alpha Blokes and the Reggie's community and stuff like that, and he's a he's a regular caller here to us. He goes, hey, good fucking I'll fucking I love him. But uh, yeah, hats off to him. I love that. That's, that shows good qualities in a human being, and that's what he mm. is. So, and that's what we're all there. We're all there for each other. So yeah, well done, well done for that. So anyway, I went to Bling One Eight Two. Um, shout out to a couple of people. Obviously, fuck, I can't remember your names. Yeah, I'm just fucking you know, stardom. It's fucking weird. Um, <laughs> just come up, met me, said good day, shook my hand, and stuff like that. It was unreal. And for a bloke that's so terrified of touching people, which I am. I shook a lot of fucking hands that night, and I, I didn't have. I was looking everywhere for the hand wash. <laughs> Every single one of them's had a cock in it too. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought nah, I'd let you know yeah. that. Or, or two. <laughs> no, nah, they were great. Anyway, went down, 
we, we were down on the floor. We've got down, got our spot. Now I'm not, like, with my mental health side and stuff like that, oh, I'm fucking terrible. I need to have an exit. It's just part of my – it's part of a trigger in mine. I have to have an exit. I was filthy that we had seats on the floor. Like, we'll stand, we had to stand. And I'm like, fuck. So I found the line on the edge and I went, this will do me. I'm not going in, in anywhere. I've got an exit plan here. There's two escapes beside me. It's just a weird – it's just a thing I've got. I need to know where the exits are and I, I, I hate having my back to people. Like, I mm. just – so I stood on the line. Anyway, there was a band on before him, uh, Rise. I've never heard of them. Fuck, some people had heard of these people. Like for a band that comes out before a major band, they had a lot of people following and singing their songs. Was Rise, Rise Against, I think they called Motherfucker, how do you not know who no, they I've are? I've honestly never heard of them. That's I what got, everyone's telling me. I've got a mate, Brad I would probably fucking break down in tears hearing somebody <laughs> say that. Oh, I Honestly, mate, never heard of them. <laughs> oh, is that, do you, have you heard of them? No, nah, Moose, Gus would have, you already knew it. But I, I, I had never I'll put heard it in the Spotify on the drive home. I, I don't. I, um, I've ne- <laughs> just over here, just in absolute fucking shock. I'd never heard of him, and I'm a music guy. Like, I, when I, I, I listen to old school music, well, like Blink 182, I was listening to Blink 182 in 95, man. Rise, so, Ag- Rise Against has been around for quite a while, too. Everyone's though. telling me that. <laughs> he played a solo song on the Gatusti. Acoustic guitar on an acoustic guitar that was so fucking good, and I sat there and went, "This guy's fucking. This guy can play music. Like he was a talent." But then every other song they played had rise in it. I'm like, mate, just change the words there a bit. We know what your band's called, but um, yeah, they're unreal. Like, don't get me wrong, they were a good band. But I just never fucking heard of them. And there was blokes beside me singing every word. I'm like, who are these guys? You're yeah, not gonna lie. If I saw them, I would have fangirled. Would you? Your people were. Right, blokes were. I'm just like, just get the fuck off. Put Blink on. Yeah, that was me when I was a teenager thinking I was a cool cunt. Listen to Rise. <laughs> yeah. Fucking wow. Yeah, a lot of people did. So anyway. I'm still not a cool cunt, if anybody's yeah, curious. Yeah, you're fucking cool as shit. <laughs> um, so, so what happened was um, Blink-182 come out and this bloke's just come down the fucking stairs and just tried to push me in the middle. I'm not having it. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like a wild hippo. I just turned around and went. And just pushed him, this poor cunt. He didn't know what was going on. He was like, because you know when you go to a thing, everyone just pushes against each other and they all dance? Oh, yep. Buster doesn't. <laughs> so I basically had an um, invisible hula hoop around me with a metre space. This bloke approached it and he pushed me. He goes, hey, mate, go in. I went, fuck off. Get out and of I my bubble. And I just launched him. I'm like, get the fuck off me, mate. And he's like, holy shit, we're at a concert. What are you doing? <laughs> so then instantly everyone just left me alone. And Ange had her own little private dancing session. And she's there booking, and there's no one around us. It's great, isn't it? Yeah, because I'm pushing everyone away. I'm going, fuck off. Well, I just hate it. Anyway, but I got right into it. I, I love Blink-182. It's, it's, you know, I actually dropped me guard and was singing and fucking having a bit of... Well, the toe tapped a oh, few yeah. times. And, and that's about as, as... Pretty as flary as I get is a toe tap. And then um, I, I, I saw myself throw the horns up. At one stage, I went, calm down, mate. And I put my hands back there. <laughs> but do you know what I noticed? It's the first time I've been to a concert in ages. People filming it. Filming, yeah, right. I'm just like, just watch it. And they're right there. I filmed. I did. I, I did a couple of Snapchats. I was going to say, like a small Snapchat file. Cool. You can download the fucking concert afterwards. The bloke beside me all night just sat there. With, he was a big dude, like a two-meter Peter. And he was just looking at them through his phone, just filming all night. I don't know if he had, I was thinking maybe his eyesight's fucked because he was zooming in. But there was just phones all night. Back. I'm like, just fucking take it in. Like, I wanted to take it in. I just took it in. Like, to see Trav, like, we were close. Like, I'm, I'm a huge Tom fan. Like, for me, when I think of Blink-182, I don't think of Trav, I think of Tom. Mm. I, just, I just think he's the, the rhythm guitarist and the fucking, you know, and that, yeah. and that 
real Blink-182 voice for me is him. So, yeah, it really took that in. But anyway, this fucking... What's the politest way to put this? This batshit crazy mole comes in beside me and she comes in and she's like, I'm going to stand right here. And I went, okay. She goes, the last six songs are the best songs. And she just started rattling the songs off. I went, thanks for that. Because obviously, as a fan, I knew, well, they haven't played any of their songs. So, okay, the last six or eight are going to be bangers and they're going to mm. close the show with it. She came in, she's sweaty, she's stunk. She had a poor dude with her who was sweatier and stinkier. And I don't was know it, where they come from. I can't do the B.O.A. Oh, it was, and it was. It was just like rank B.O. Yeah. She turns to me and she's rubbing her sweat arm up my sweaty arm. And I'm like, Ugh. Like, I'm thinking her tattoos are going to slide off. She was that sweaty. And I'm like, this is fucking <laughs> bad. And she had nose rings, eyes rings, bum rings. She had rings everywhere. Oh, so trip, she tripped in a tackle box. Tackle box. She turns to me and she goes, hey, guess what? And I'm like, what? Like, I'm, all the small things were like, oh, the small... Like, that, that was on. I'm like, what? What do you want? <laughs> and she goes, you're going to be really sick in the next three to five days. I got COVID. <sighs> and I'm like the most fucking paranoid human about any sort of sickness. And I just went, hey. And a bloke goes, oh, shut up. And he's wiped his nose. And I went, the two of you. That's how <laughs> I fucking snapped. Get the fuck away from me. I lost it. And she's like, I'm only here tonight because I came the other night and fucking my kids are in the crowd with it. Oh, you're coughing. I'm fucking out. Um, her dad's like, and she goes, my kids' dads bought my kids to this show and I'm not leaving here without them. I'm just like, okay, cool. I, I don't give a fuck. Big bloke beside me leans over and he goes, shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> just feeds her. And I'm like in the middle of this domestic between these two people and she's still sweating on me because she's <laughs> oh, like, ah, ah. And then out of all of this, Ange turns around and she goes, oh, what's going on? I'm like, nothing, just keep dancing. Yeah, she's just living her best <laughs> life over there. Like she went to Pink the night before, her favourite singer. I've been to Pink before. Pink was one of the best shows I've ever been to. I still, well. Really? ACDC was probably the best one I've ever been to. I went to ACDC. I was at the front of the, right at the front of the Oh, that'd fence. be cool as fuck. It was fucking, and it was my first concert. Yeah, right. Yeah. So ACDC Pink was good. But the Ange went to Pink then with Blingo too, her two favourite bands. In two nights in a row. That's a big weekend. Well, no, that was a big Tuesday night and Wednesday night. Yeah. And then I woke up Wednesday morning in Brisbane, drove to f- through that shit. But we'll get to that in Flog of the Week. Fuck mm. Queensland. Yeah, drove, that, that's me tomorrow. Yeah, drove through that shit all the way. There, but I, and I went straight through to Newcastle. So got down there, um, got down there to where we were staying. I fucking thought I'd think of the name by now, but I can't. Anyway, Stanton, Staunton, Stimo. I don't know. Stayed somewhere in Newcastle. <laughs> Uh, great spot, me and Caitlin from uh, You Go Bro. We, we've partnered up with a little business doing mental health talks. Yep. And we did our first one the other night to about 81 punters, I think, were there uh, at Urt Brewery in, oh, fuck, it's a, vodka, it's a vodka brewery in Newcastle. And they've got like a science lab with um, sort of syringes full of vodka. And you, oh, wow. It's really out there, but it's fucking cool and it, good, good feed and that. Anyway, we did the show. I went first. It was just a pure. Um, it was just a mental health thing, and I've yeah, I, I just revealed myself to the entire crowd from my age of sort of six, the things that happened progressing through my life to major dramas in my life, into the anxiety attacks, the health anxiety, and then comedy, um, and then my burger show, meeting Tom Dahl, doing the alphas to doing this, 
and to doing what we're doing now. So I sort of progressed right the way through, sort of showing people there's a way out. Yeah, 100%. But I had a panic attack on the Thursday night in Newcastle. Like, oh, really? Yeah, I, I still get them. And I, I, had a, and I told them, I said, look, last night I had a full-blown fucking panic attack. I convinced myself I was having a stroke, convinced all this shit, not the night before the show. And nothing to do show-related, because I'm sweet with that. It was just a, I just had a fucking panic attack. Hmm. I'm like, I've got a weird headache, I've got this, I've got that going on, I can't explain it. And Caitlin's like, mate, you went to Blink-02 last night. You drove fucking... You know, it took me three and a half hours, three hours, two and a half or three hours to get to the border, you know, and then I had to drive to Newcastle. So she said, mate, you've driven all this way. You've had fuck all sleep. Yeah. You've, you've, you, just, you just need to go to bed. Your body's defeated. Yeah, so she sort of talked me through this process, much like Ange does if Ange's around, got me through it, and that was the night before the show. So I explained that to people, <coughs> and, then, and then Caitlin got on and did her show, which um, blew me away. The way she touched blokes in the crowd was just fucking phenomenal. There was guys in that crowd that broke down. She had them in tears. She talks heavily. We tr- we, did, we did big trigger warning before the show. Mm. Talks about um, depression, anxiety, suicide, all that sort of stuff. And it was obviously, and I'm not going to go into their stories, but blokes in the crowd who had battled that. Um, one chap in the crowd really had a really had a breakdown. I just grabbed a chair and went and sat with him. I just grabbed a spare chair. Sat in the aisle. He was on the aisle. So I sat beside. Put my arm around him. Held his hand there for a bit. And gets all right, man. Like he just he just had a a big meltdown. Um, so shout out to you, mate. I won't mention your name. The other eight people that were there know who um, met, got the medium. And and there was another other couple of people there that blokes that just got affected mm. by what we talked about, but it, in a good way. Yeah. So they, they've battled out of depression. So it was a really good show for that. And then we met. I, we hung around. We met. We were the last people. We were literally the last two people to walk out the door. So it was really good to look up. One of my best mates of all time, Glennie Cambo, he was there. And, and some of the things I told him, I'd break with him the next morning, he didn't know. And he's like a brother. And he's like, I didn't know any of that. And I went, yeah. So um, just some stuff that I went into and talked about and stuff like that and described that Buster's an older ego. Mm. I give him two minutes to Buster. I said, this is, I'm Andrew, I'm Curb. I like Curb. I don't fucking hate being called Andrew, but Curb, I'm Curb. This is Curb. This is my serious side. This is me. This is what I do. I said, um, does anyone want to see Buster? Well, fuck me, dead. They all just went, yeah. So I give them two minutes of Buster. And they were all just cheering and laughing. And I said, right, stop. Curve's back. This is why I've invented Buster. Because I can hide, I can hide behind Buster. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said, if you want to see Buster, come and see me at my new comedy tour uh, and pay me a lot of money. Because I'll make you fucking laugh. Because tonight <laughs> we're here for serious shit. And they all went, no. <laughs> but, that's, but that's what we did. It was, it was, it was so good. It was, it was really fun. I think it's um, pretty healthy. So, like, a lot of what we deal with at work um, revolves around looking after our workers. Um, and just the blue-collar industry in, in general, like, you're a plumber, I'm a yep. fitter. Uh, for those that don't know, I'm a diesel mechanic. Yeah, um, uh, yeah a real, a real tradie. A real tradie, yeah. yeah. But I think it's uh, encouraging to talk about stuff. Like, trauma is trauma at the end of the day. It doesn't mm. matter uh, – if it's serious to you, then it's serious. Yeah. doesn't matter what it is comparative to somebody else, but trying to encourage a whole industry really, and that can be whether it's infrastructure or whether it can be, um, you know, people doing mobile stuff, all that yep. sort of stuff. Yep. Encouraging them to talk to each other about this shit because, uh, you know, half our lives are spent at work, half our lives are spent away from our families. 100%. And generally a lot of the time we're away from the people who we would confide in. Mm-hmm. So if we sort of break this stigma so that we can talk to everybody about it, yep. I think the world becomes a bit of a better place. That's a great way to put it, Zayden. Like I said, Caitlin, 
I'd met in the flesh once before, but obviously been dealing with it now for 12 months, 14 months putting this show together that we're, we're about to take everywhere. And But I, she's just looking at me going, holy fuck, this big guy's having a meltdown. And I, I was like, I said to her, I'm having a fucking panic attack. Like, and, and, then, and it was good that she could sort of talk me out of it, talk me down, and where before I'd just bottle it all up and go and hide. I'd run and hide. But with her, I could, I just told her what was going on. We talked it out, and then I just went to bed. You know, the next day I meditated twice. Uh, I, oh, fuck, I'm a huge advocate for that. I love, I love meditation. And if you reckon you don't have time to meditate, that's the best time to meditate. Mm. And that's, I, I swear, I live by that. I'll say to myself because I know meditation fixes me. It really does. And I'll just go, I don't have time to meditate today. I'm like, mm. well, fucking, now you do have time. Just take 10 minutes to meditate. It's just a breathing exercise and shit. It's just fucking unreal. Yeah, I've started, I've started doing it. Like, I've been doing the cold showers for a long time now. They yeah. help. Like, uh, they do, eh, they reckon? Contra- look, like the contrast one? I just I just. Oh, you just blown, got cold? Full-blown cold. Um, I was actually like, I didn't realise how into it I was until on the weekend. Yeah. Went to a campsite with, which had showers, which is yeah. fucking Unusual. awesome. Yeah. But it was showers that they pre-mixed the water, so it's like one button, you press the button, the showers come oh, out. You only have a warm shower. And I was like, fucking hell, I'm cooking in this thing. Yeah, you're hot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, everybody yeah. else is like, oh, fuck, that was cold. I'm like, bruh. Well, you want to come down here in July and have one of these cold showers? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, go. <laughs> just like, Rockhampton might be a bit fucking different. But think, yeah, no, it's right. It's just really good for your mental health. I know Adam uh, Adam McDougall from the Knights, he yep. owned the Manshake. He, he had a podcast, which, which I fucking used to love listening to during the lockdown and stuff, and he was massive on the cold, but he was contrast. Like, as hot as you can feel it, then the last minute, I think, before you get out, turn the hot off yeah, all right. year round. Like, so get as hot as you can, and then the last minute, turn it off and just stand there and freezing cold for the last minute. I think it's a... It, my dick shriveled up and he shot through my ass the first time I tried. I haven't tried it since. Oh, I think it's a... For me, it's... You, you're trying to... Make yourself uncomfortable deliberately. Yes. And push it like uh, you've got a conundrum, which is cold shower, mm. uh, that you don't want to go into. Yeah. And you're like, won't be that fucking bad in a bit. And just plunge into it and go, <laughs> righto. But what you've done is you've sort of like pushed the boundary a bit of something you do. Do you do that big like, <gasps> still? Nah. Oh, now I just fucking walk, now into just it. walk in. Yeah. But at the start, it was sort of like uh, you're sort of trying to overcome a challenge. Yep. And it just sort of makes it a bit easier. And, mm-hmm. I don't know. The, on the weekend, I was a little bitch. Like we went into a swimming hole, or jumped in there, nuts went into my fucking throat. I was like, <laughs> "It's cold." I was like, "This fucking is cold. fucking cold." Mate, the water down here—if you can jump in the ocean, like tomorrow morning, you, you're where you're staying in Cooley, walk across the road and jump in the ocean. The water's cold. <laughs> it's fucking cold, isn't it? Like I don't, this you're time, like you're still cold. 21, 21 degrees. Yeah. Oh, it's colder than that. You're off your fucking head. It's about four degrees, I reckon. Anyway. <laughs> so um, yeah, so done that. So moose challenge, challenge for us all. June, it's the push-up challenge. Push-up, yeah, right. what's involved? Push-up for mental health. What's so involved? basically, um, we'll go into it a bit, bit like before June. But it's about how many, how many people have um, suicide. So suicide thing, and you, and you do so many push-ups per day for blokes that have committed suicide. So between the four of us, we get, we'll team up and do it, and we'll go fund it, and we'll um, not go fund me like a. Um, you can raise money for it as a yeah. team. So we'll put a team flog in, and we'll all carry. I think it's. You know, so Try many, and raise some funds. So many thousand push-ups. So we're going to get involved and do that. So Gibbo's, Gibbo's cool. I swear to Gib about it. You'll be right. Punch G- out 10,000 10, on his own. Yeah, well, I'm just going to watch him. How many did you do that, Gibbo? I'll be busy today. Gibbo will do mine because he's fit. But yeah, so I reckon boys are going to do that. Sounds good, We're talking about a challenge, a mental health challenge. So I reckon we do that. Yeah. Right, right, beautiful. I'm, in, I'm inspired from Gibbo swimming. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Fuck, he's doing I might do that swimming next year, actually. 
Yeah, do it with. He's fucking. He's done well, eh? Yeah, I was going to do well. that, but I was worried the Chinese would throw a fucking harpoon at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Migaloo. Oh, Migaloo. He smashed it. He, he he beat it easily. Yeah, he did it in like half the time. Yeah. Now next year we are doing the variety bash. We are, mate. We are doing the variety bash. We have a 1966 model Austin 1800. Oh. It's going to need some work. It's going to need a bit of work. So here it is. So this is what we want to do. We were going to do the shipbox rally this year. That was what we were trying to do. Uh, our good mate Knuckles, myself and Moose, we're going to do the shipbox rally. Yep. But with everything going on with the fight, um, Knuckles is in Vietnam every third day uh, and stuff like that. Our schedules just do not line up to be able to do the shipbox rally. We fucking apologise to everyone because we did say we were going to do this. We had a car lined up. We were going to get into it, but we just physically, with Alpha Events, Two Flogs, everything we've got going on, we just can't do it. And, and we, we can't do it properly mm. if we we're going to do it. Yeah. So we've looked further ahead and we're going to do the actual, the big one. We're going to do the Variety Bash. The car has to be 30 years old or older. Oh, beauty, I've already you, got you've one. You've doubled it. So <laughs> I've come up with one from 1966. It's an Austin 1800. It was bought brand new from Hazes in Mwollomba in 1966 by my great-grandfather. Uh, I've inherited the vehicle. Um, it needs work. It doesn't need a lot of work. It's but it, aircon? Yeah, you wind all four of them down, mate. She's cold ass. Oh, there's <laughs> going to be a bit on in um, that car. Well, all of them the same. They're all fucking... They're all old vehicles. So... Yeah, a 30-year-old car now is 1994. Yeah, I was going to say, i got a Land Cruiser at the side of my house. It's a classic now. I've got a Falcon sitting at the front. <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving around in a 92 Falcon. So, um, you yeah. the brakes. If anybody upgraded. wants that, yeah. oh, it's unreal. Suspension. No, so the Austin 1800. Um, but what we want to do is uh, we do want to crowdfund this. So, Moose, you've looked into this today. We can go fund me. We need to build this car and get it built for the Variety Club. Um, and it goes from, I think it goes from Newcastle. No, it finishes in Newcastle. No, it finishes in Gunnedah. Starts in Gunnedah and finishes oh, up in, in Newcastle. Newcastle. So just go through there, Moose, where we go. This is next year. So Gunnedah goes to Warwick, Mooney, Roma, St. George, uh, Moree. Mungandai. Mungandai. Um, and then finishes off. Well, there you Newcastle. go. So Mungandai is right on the border. So oh, and Tamworth, sorry. Mungandai is one of those towns of Queensland, New South Wales. Separated by a bridge. Big cotton farming out there. It's great town out there. They've got a few mates at Mungandai. So that's about half the stops, but it goes, I think, for yeah, six days. Six days. So that's us. We're going to be in the Austin 1800. Knuckles, I spoke to Knuckles today. He's fully committed to this, so we will be mm. there for the six days. What well, we do have, but we have a fourth seat, and we're going to fly in some legends Ooh. to do a leg here and there. Oh, that'd be fucking cool. Yeah, so Zayden, if you're keen with the line of work you do, we thought that... I was going to say, you're just bringing me on as a mechanic to fix all the shit. I don't know, the fourth seat idea is gone. Zayden is in for the full six days. Imagine sitting next to Knuckles for six days in the back of Austin. Oh, God. Hanging his head out the window yelling at everybody. I reckon I'd hear a few properies. Fuck, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? I like the funniest part was he said he'd do his fair share of driving. I was like, don't fucking lie to me. You, know, like, you want to drive around Knuckles? Oh, sorry, boys. Couldn't believe it. He's already opened the tin. Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. I'll do my leg tomorrow. So, yeah, so Knuckles is committed. CTC jumping on board. We need someone in, uh, well, it doesn't really matter where it is, close enough to us to come and grab this Austin, stick it in your shed, and we want to get it built 
and uh, get it going. This is a massive charity thing. You need to upgrade the suspension, all right? No, they've got airbags in them. They're sweet. The old Austin's really oh. cool. We've got a lot of the spare parts for it. Um, needs a little bit of rust work done. Um, basically, pretty well runs and all that sort of stuff. It's not that bad. Um, Suspension-wise, we've got some airbags for it that we, we've bought. We just basically need someone who's got a shed that can take on our Austin, weld it up, put a bit of rust stuff in it, get it painted. Um, I want to start a GoFundMe page so we can get this thing built because it all, go, all goes to charity. So we'll build the car, give the rest to the variety bash, and then we'll do it every year in it. So we'll do it every year in the Austin for as long as the Austin can go. Sounds good. So, yeah. So you will uh, also we'll be calling for sponsors and stuff like because all the money goes to... Well, obviously fuel gets around, but we'll take we sleep, sleep in swags and all that sort of stuff. But we go to towns. There's there's different um, challenges in each town we go to, raising money for variety. So there there it is there. Moose. So that's what we want. So that car doesn't have fucking aircon. I can tell you right now. <laughs> it just has doors. I tell you what, my experience with New South Wales, it's never been that fucking dry. I can assure you. Well, it's it been does. Wet lately. Oh well, if you bring me with it, all the farmers will take right, it because it'll fucking rain. Yeah. So that's what we're doing next year. So please get involved. Uh, we'll start a GoFundMe page soon enough. But if you want to reach out to us, please send uh, send us an email at info at two flogs dot if you're a panel beater or someone that just wants to get involved how's the car we'll get it to you uh you've got a year and a bit to get it welded up and and just put an undercoat on because we're going to wrap it we'll get it covered in um we'll wrap it we just need an undercoat on it but if you're mechanically sound and you're around our area we'd really love if you could help us out and get this thing going so please reach out to or us even if you have a business we can we can yeah we'll and, plug fuck it we'll yeah. put it all over it yeah we really, you got a year to you know chip away an hour or so every afternoon just get this thing going that'd be fantastic for a great cause so alright so and another thing is the Busting Out Tour uh, my comedy hour is on the road I'm going to Inverell I'm going to Warrialda I'm going to Newcastle Wollongong I'm going to of all towns Mwollomba uh, where it all kicks off which is fucking terrifying in my own town because half <laughs> so these so you like, got a name for it? yeah it's called the Busting Bustin Out Bustin so out. Laurie like Tom's it. Gets himself two free tickets, and that's why I'm going to Warriola. So the Warriola Wombats are going to put me up. You been there? <laughs> no. no. I've only been to New South Wales three times, have eh? Really? Yep, this is my third time. Wow. Mm. Well, Warriola is, I don't know, it's about six hours west of where I am, I think. But, uh, yeah, going to Warriola. I spoke to a bloke called Wombat, and I go, what's your team called? He goes, the Wombats. So they've named it after him. Oh, fuck. Uh, but I have, I've got a couple of dates spared. I want to go up to Queensland too. I want to go up, up there um, and, and have a bit of a, a fuck around up there. So. Where, where are you going to be in my backyard, mate? Well, we could go to Rocky, I suppose. Oh. We could easily do that. Yeah. We, we're, we're the beef capital and we're slowly becoming the meth capital. <laughs> Very up and coming city. Well, I can tell you. Can I just, can I just say what Zayden said doesn't represent the flogs? But anyway, because we all know the casino is the beef capital of Australia. <laughs> but we all know that Moose absolutely fucking hates casino, so <laughs> he'll be happy that you said that. But anyone, when I'm in casino in a couple of weeks' time, that was Zayden that said that <laughs> there's a big battle there, eh? Is it? Oh, fucking casino versus Rocky. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Ooh. They're fighting over beef rights. <laughs> beef queen. <laughs> the beef queen. Oh, their beef queens should fight. Yeah, we'll sort that out. I'll do a comedy show at Casino. We'll name a Beef Queen and I'll do one at Rocky. I'll take her with me 
and they can just battle it out. Yeah, they can go out and pull on stage. stage. <laughs> and that settles who's the fucking beef capital of Australia. Exactly right. Like, we're going to win, but... Fuck, um, we come up with... Oh, I don't know, I've seen some big Susans from fucking Casino. <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> Well, the birds out there could kickstart you. Oh. Yeah, fuck me. <laughs> Don't want to incriminate myself, but uh, you've been pull started. No, we did all oh. the. Uh, no, I was going to say we used to do all the scavenger hunts when we were in school, and because uh, there's because there's like cow statues all the way through Rocky. One of the things was you had to steal the balls off it. Oh, they put steel rods in them now. Yeah. Aren't they? yeah. Every single cow you see in Rockhampton has a fucking bit of Rio bar sticking so through can't, the nuts. So you so can't, you can't steal. cut it real quick. What I thought was great though is there was a dude whose job was to replace the nuts on the. That's on awesome. The ball. He was a nut builder. Matt Builder. <laughs> what a job. Oh, that's fucking fantastic. Right, on the only flogs, I, uh, I reached out and said, let's give us a few uh, Chuck Norris's. What's the best Chuck Norris's, um, like, slogans and stuff? Fuck, there were some pisses on there. That's some good ones. Absolute pisses. So Craig said, when mo- monsters go to bed, they check under their bed for Chuck Norris. <laughs> Alan, Chuck Norris once strangled a robber with a cordless phone. <laughs> Joy... When Chuck Norris was born, Chuck turned his doctor upside down and slapped him on the ass. <laughs> Alex, they once named a street after Chuck Norris. They had to quickly rename it. No one, no one crosses Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, go to the only flogs. Is there, mate? There's dead set of thousand in there. Fuck, there's some funny ones on there. I saw a couple in there. I think one was like uh, Chuck Norris can flick the lights off and be in bed before it gets dark. <laughs> so, Chuck, Chuck, Chuck Norris told. Um, God asked Chuck Norris if he could invent light on the seventh day or something like that. <laughs> Stuff like that. It was some absolute, oh, yeah. He doesn't do push-ups. He pushes the earth down. <laughs> fucking absolute bangers. Brings you back to like the old Muhammad Ali. I'm going to show you how great I am. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I used to love some of the shit that bloke said. Oh, fuck. That's funny. What caught her eye? This is the shit that caught her eye. Guinness World Record. So remember about two months ago? Yeah, it was a while ago. We were talking We were sceptical about just a how Portuguese old this, dog. Yeah, we thought was full of shit. So we established the name was Bubby. Yeah. Bubby the dog. We established that well we th- well, this is the thing. I reckon the flogs have they put pressure. I reckon the on, flogs have put pressure because we Guinness World Records. We went to Guinness. We we sent an email to the Guinness Book of Records and said, that fucking dog's full of shit. There's no way that dog's thirty one years old. It started a bit of an investigation for the Guinness Book of Records, and they stripped him. So it's been it now. Has, oh, you bastard! You took his record off. Well, him. he died, right? So naturally, when he died, they had to give the new dog the title of the oldest dog. Oh. But when he died, they didn't know. Like, just go down there, miss. So this dog there, look at this. He claimed to be thirty-one years old. Not Fuck 31. off! That, Jesus, that, that's if if that's thirty-one, that's the brizy of dogs. Yes. How old is brizy? Fifty. Somewhere between 20 and 63. (laughs) (laughs) He's the youngest looking granddad I've ever fucking met. Yeah, he's a granddad, isn't he? Yeah. Fucking unbelievable. Spins me out. Isn't he a good dude? Oh, top dude. We did a group ride with him. I saw that. Was Um, that fun? Yeah. Oh, great day. Do you say all the time? Hey, sorry. Do you just hang out all the time? Oh, man, he's so fucking busy. We've caught up a few times, um, sort of like through in just and out life. Busy stoking the fires. Yeah, well, uh, big family. So he used to, um, his friend's group used to kick around with my sister's friend's group. Right. Back he, in so he's a bit older than you. 
Yeah, a little bit older than yeah. me. I don't know how old he is. No one does. <laughs> He's the Chuck Norris of the cremation world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't want to upset him. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> can he throw him? No, he could burn you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can, he can hide. He His can middle hide name you. is without a trace. Pretty sure he can throw him too. But, oh, he uh, looks like he could yeah. throw him. Look out, Marty and Michael. Oh, fucking, what about Knuckles? Won't even, won't even get a sweat up. Oh, yeah. Sitting in the corner doing his nails while fucking... <laughs> <laughs> he's in there building fuck out of that store with two poor blokes. I don't know. Michael's pretty big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell and you what, And they can both take a beating. If you want yeah, to they, they're, both, they're both susceptible to pain. Because they've mm. built their entire empire on getting hit in the nuts. Well, that is true. But then now they're about to get hit by it. And I think clearly in the head after meeting both of them. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so, Bobby was crowned the world's oldest dog, ha, um, has had his title stripped from the following controversy around his real age. Bobby, who lived in Portugal, who's said to be 30 years and 268 days old when he was named the world's oldest dog by the Guinness Book World Records. Oh, it's like these Pakistani bowlers when they come out and they're 15. Yeah, they're all 28. Yeah. I used to play against a Terranora team. They used to all drive themselves in under 15 to fucking tag them in place. <laughs> so, Dad, that guy just drove here. He goes, shut up and face him. I said, he's six foot nine, Dad. There was two brothers from Terranora. I don't know. Anyone knows who these blokes are? There was two brothers from Terranora. One was, without exaggerating, we were under 15s. No mayo. One was seven foot four. And the other one was about seven foot eight. <laughs> the biggest human beings you've ever met in your life. So, without being silly, they were well and truly, we were 15s. They were well and truly in the six foots. They were big, big dudes. And I just, there's no way they're fucking our age. They were massive. Bowling and off the back fence too. Both, oh, fucking I was running out. Like terrified of these people. Like, fuck. One shaved at 15, like he's a god. Right? <laughs> and I swear he drove to fucking cricket. <laughs> like, like, mate, you fucking drove here. Like, I'm pretty sure they were patched up on Harleys. Like they were 15. <laughs> fucking hell. And they were huge. Fucking huge. I'm not scared anymore. You big cats, come and find me. <laughs> no, don't, because they're probably still massive. Don't do it. So in October in 2023, he died. Oh, fuck, I hope we weren't part of him dying over the stress we caused this poor dog. In October 2023, he died and reported age of 31 years, 165 days. But last month, the Guinness World Records launched an investigation after a major push from Australian podcast, Two Flogs. No, nah, part I just made up. I'm pretty sure it was us. The probe came despite the birth apparently being confirmed by the Portuguese government <laughs> pet database and the National Union of Veterinarians. They stripped him of his title. We were onto it, weren't we? We, we honestly called it so fucking oh, early. You look at that picture. Surely the Portuguese government's pet database is a fucking made-up thing. Surely. Is there really a pet database? I've, I've, never, I've, had, I've owned 14 dogs in my lifetime. I've never registered one of them. Is that legal? <laughs> no. I might say now Winston is registered. Under a false name in Queensland, because <laughs> it's cheaper. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Winston, Winston the, uh, if anyone comes to my house, the Golden Spaniel. Labrador? Labrador? Is it a dog? Yeah. Cock, he, he spaniel. But look at that dog. That dog's an old dog, okay? But he's not 31 years old. He's not even happy that he's got the ward. I can't believe the cunt sat beside an award. I think that dog is fake. Does look a bit stuffed, doesn't that it? That looks like a foam dog. Wrapped in hair. Look at that dog. That dog is no way 31 years old. So when Bobby was crowned the world's oldest canine, it broke a record held since 1939, that is an old dog, uh, by an Australian cattle dog that died at 29 years of age and five months. Well, that, there you go. The fucking... We were robbed. So do we get our record back? Yeah, well... We, yeah, well, go, yeah. go down, we might. 
The Guinness Book of Records has now said no conclusive evidence that Bobby lived that long. Uh, it doesn't say much about... We'll have to follow it up and see who he got... Oh, fuck, he's got some awards. Look, he's a good-looking dog. Look, look, look we're, not, we're not putting shit on Bobby. God rest his soul. But you're a fucking liar, mate. Well, your owners are. <laughs> How pissed would you be if he was actually that old? Oh, and you've just been stripped by everything. I raised this fucker the whole time. <laughs> like, and handheld this thing for 31 fucking years and he dies and he gets stripped of his titles. I wonder if it's like if you get caught doping in the Olympics and they turn up and there's a big ceremony and you to give you medals back. <laughs> Imagine that. He's probably sitting over there going, who are these two arseholes on a couch? But he's dead. Imagine <laughs> if they had to dig him up with his medals. Where is he? Zoom him. Zoom him. <laughs> and then they find out that he's old and you're like, yeah, sorry about that. Let's go, yeah, well, do, well, how do you do that? Just cut it like a tree trunk and count the rings in his bones? I don't know how they do it. <laughs> Hmm. 31. Sniff test. <laughs> old people smell like, does it smell oh, like? Oh, yeah, dog smell old. <laughs> yeah. Fucking some dog smell old. Some old people smell so nice, though. The yeah. other ones just smell like shit. Yeah, I've been hanging around with it, with the wrong ones, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> but you know when you sniff the top of one's old head and you're like, oh, you smell so cute. <laughs> no, no, I haven't. They smell like talcum powder and fucking dandruff. They're lovely little people. I love them. <laughs> the bald ones are a bit salty, but... The old little old ladies with the blue hair, I love sniffing them. <laughs> I'll leave you with it. Yeah, get the ones that smell like vino and Bengay. Oh, yeah, it's that. <laughs> I used to go to Nen's place just to buy drugs. <laughs> just go to Nen's place and just go... Paracetamol, you mean? She, she, she should have had an ad like, what sort of element you got? <laughs> like, you go in and you go, hey, Nen, i got a bit of... She goes, this will fix it. Yeah, what's in... Give you that. She goes, don't drive for three days. Yeah, what's in the tackle box, man? <laughs> yeah, she, she had a cabinet just outside the Dunnies that was oddly full of sacks of salt bottles, the little salt bottles, full of tablets. Fuck. <laughs> I think it's like she ever got raided. Wow. <laughs> oh, and then's a salt dealer. She just had sacks of salt bottles full of fucking drugs. <laughs> you know you've reached that point in your life where you're starting to become old when you've got the medicine box. That that's sit, me now. It either sits on top of the fridge or in the yeah. cupboard and it's got all of the shit. Like, I've still got malaria medication that's in mine and I'm like, when the fuck am I ever going to need malaria medication? That's me now. I'm that guy in our neighbourhood. <laughs> but you might need it. Yeah, fucking hell. I've got every ointment to fix any fucking mole. Except your foot. So, hey, it's coming fucking good and you said it was. It is, yeah. Thank you. I've got a bit of a scabby foot. Mm. Gibbo's been freaking out. It's not contagious. We worked it out because I've rubbed him with it so many times he never got it. So <laughs> <laughs> The best part, well, I've been working on a, um, a little bit of a thing for Tommy and Cam to get a bloke on their show. Anyway, I had, I had a pretty solid lead that I could get him and a mate of mine was doing shows with him and sort of could talk to him and, and we found out today that he couldn't get him. So I hadn't, you know... Message, message Tommy and said, oh, yeah, can't get such and such, mate. Did me best, blah, blah, blah. This is what's going on. And he goes, fuck, that's all right, bud. You've done your best. As close as, close as I could get, you know, was through a mate and, you know, in the industry and stuff like that. And I said, um, I said, fuck, I just, you know, if, if, if I got it, I just wanted you to touch me mangy foot. <laughs> and he goes, fuck me, I drank out of your shoehorn, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I zoomed in on the sore patch on the back of my ankle. I zoomed in on it today and went, that's it. He just sent back like two vomit faces. Like, fuck. I don't know how he didn't get throat fucking still early. eczema. He still can. He oh, still can. So he's sitting where Gus is, absolutely fingered, gets this fucking old shoehorn. I don't know where it is. Didn't know what he was doing because we were pretty blind by the end of that episode. He holds it up and just tips piss into it. 
And just, I'm just looking at him going, he's drinking out of the shoe on. Like, Are you fucking mad? And then he didn't say anything for about 10 minutes. Like, I don't think he spoke for like five or 10 minutes, right? And me and Gibbo are just doing our thing. And I looked over at Tommy and he's just looking straight at me with that stare he's got when he's blind. He goes, I just drank out of your fucking shoe on me. That's fucked. What am I, what am I doing? Like, he, was, he was just looking deep into his soul. He couldn't fucking... What have I done with my life? He's like, what have I done? And we've never released the footage and it's fucking good. Oh. I like how people lit you up about that shoehorn too. Like I, I saw that and I was like, oh, I, I really, got hammered. Eh? I was like, I really need to get myself a shoehorn because I've got the shoe off bit. So because I wear boots a lot of yeah. the time, I've got the boot remover where you oh, stand on back, it, yeah. yeah, and then pull it off the back so you don't peel your fucking. What's this? Yeah, go into a fucking it's like it's Western a re- shop. It's a reverse shoehorn. Yeah, reverse shoehorn. I've so worn nothing but thongs for the last three weeks, so I don't know. So you know when you kick really? your shoes off and you usually start peeling the yeah. sole off your shoe, it's to stop that happening. Fuck, I never knew it it's like It's like a V on a stand. Google yeah. That. Google that fucking shit. We have to get one of these. Yeah, because I was like, fucking hell. Like a real, you I need a shoe on in your life, man. Yeah, and you need a shoe off. I need a shoe off. Have you? And you'd never heard of a shoe on? No, I, I knew about a shoe horn. I just keep, uh, like most things, when I go, that's a great idea. I forget I'll about get it. you one. Oh. I've got to send Tom one, so I'll get you. I'll, I'll get a two-flog two shoe horn. I'll get you a two-flog fucking shoe horn. Oof. Fuck yeah. How good is that? They've got dual purpose. You can smack people with them too. <laughs> You know, responsibly. <laughs> so while Moose is looking for that, I got a letter here today that came with a sticker. And a sticker on our our fridge is still starting to fill up. If you want to send us a sticker, please send it to Suite Five One Three Six Prospero Street, South Moolumbah, New Wales Two Four Eight Four. In the mail this week, one came. It's un-Australian to drive past a country pub. Escaped kids mystery. I just can't read it from here. Mystery rally. So I've got a letter here. Oh, here's a sticker here. So it's the it's un-Australian to drive past country pub, tourist hotel, Facebook, escape the kids mystery box rally. So love your work at the this. So the the letter writes, love your work at the potty. Right from episode one, off the back of curbs wants to take part in the shipbox rally. Here's some stickers for the coop fridge. So we've we've stuck one on the fridge. I'll give one to Zayden. You're going to put one up in your shed. He's going to go straight up on the mezzanine floor. Up in the mezzanine floor where you put all your stickers, which is unreal. You see that on TikTok and stuff. I don't know if you, that one will, but you, you do that on yeah, TikTok I'll show and stuff like that. Uh, my wife and I have done the 2022 Mystery Box Rally at Port Lincoln South. Oh, Port Lincoln. Home of Tunarama. It's where we want to go. Get us down there. There's only one or two more Tunaramas to go. Get us down to Tunarama. I want to see Dean Luke and lob a tuna into the fucking ocean. It's an absolute <laughs> bucket list of mine in my life. 2023 Mystery Box Rally at Bundaberg. So it was Port Lincoln last uh, in 2022. Uh, last year it was in Bundy. MBR is a little shit. Is a little brother of the shit box rally. It's the same organisers, same owners. So it's all for a great cause. We're having a year to not escape the kids, and we will be back to support an uh, important cause close to both of us next year. So they're going to hang around with the kids this year. So that was from Craig and Emma. Thank you so much for your stickers. It is proudly on the fridge. Zayden's been given one as well. I'm going to go from there. Now, to the fuckwit that lives in Louisiana, America. Do you pronounce it? Louisiana, America. I had a parcel come in the post the same day that I picked up the stickers from these guys. And I went, fucking hell, America. It was from America, a little box. Must be a good one. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Because we've got quite a few. We've got a pretty big listener base in America. I've uh, opened up the box. Inside the box was a white packet. I've, you're fucking lucky, whoever you are from Louisiana. I've opened up the packet backwards. 
So, of course, I'm a fuckwit. I've opened it up the wrong way. If I'd opened it the way you intended it, I would have had <laughs> about 700 small confetti cocks <laughs> all through my car. So they didn't get me. I was a fucking so lucky. I've, I've like, <laughs> so it had like an upside-down flap on it. And I carry a knife everywhere I go because I'm deadly as fuck. <laughs> and I just, I just bought a new knife. I just, it came that day too. So I had my new knife. So I've just gone, oh, I'll try my new knife. So I've just opened it, boom, and I've opened the box. I went, oh, you rotten bastards! Because the way it was designed to open it, it just would have dumped at my feet in the oh, car, fuck. and they were, they were little cock and balls. Mate, there would have been, I reckon, seven hundred of them. Just oh, I fucking forgot to bring it in. I'll bring it in next week. I'll take a photo of it. My confetti cocks would have went right through my car. Oh. So someone's mailed that from America just to fuck with me. I like it. I love it. I, I, think like it, it I love it. I laugh so fucking hard. But then they sent me a packet of lollies too and they're cocks and balls. We used, I used to see those ones advertised on the old book every now and then. Yeah. Like you, you uh, can send it to somebody with eat a dick. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> no, it's no, a bag of dicks. Yeah, eat a bag, bag of dicks. dicks. Yeah, eat a bag of dicks. So they, they sent like a birthday card as well. It's like, happy birthday. Hope you enjoy this bag. And you open a card of dicks. So they've sent me that. They've sent me the lollies. The lollies are sensational. Like a fucking Angie goes, fuck, let's bust them open. So you I dabbled said, in a dick. You dabbled in a dick. Not the first time. <laughs> fuck, everyone's been cold once in their life. <laughs> um, like I fucking, I've, um, yes, if I opened it intended the way it was intended, mate, it just would have went right through the Falcon. I would have been fucking filthy. So thank you very much. And they didn't put a, I couldn't, you can't see who they are. Oh, bugger. No, because the um, Australian Post put their sticker over their sticker. And when I've tried to get their name to thank them tonight, you couldn't open oh, it. Oh, so, bugger. Fucking hilarious. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ah, well, that piss is brought to you by, oh, I'm, I'm having a Jemison's. I'm having Jemison's soda, ginger and lime. That's not even a plug. I just like it. And there's, there's zero carbs, zero sugar, fucking all that sort of shit. It's unreal. And you're on the fucking, the bang old bar and base. So uh, that's making you piss. I'm, it's making everyone piss. 
You blokes are drinking fucking Stout. gout in a can. Stout. <laughs> Stout in a can. It's a beer chino. A <laughs> beer chino. Oh, you maniacs. Well, Gibbo normally gets through about 14 litres of red wine, so he's going all right. Oh, man, I have acid reflux just thinking about that. <laughs> it's funny that Cam and Gibbo are fighting each other and they're both massive red wine drinkers. Oh. Oh, they fucking love it. They both. I can see them on the after party. Black eye each, fucking <laughs> shaking their shrasses with each other. Spinning vinos and ready to slap the fuck out of each other. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I reckon after, well, after it'll be done, I'll be, thank fuck for that. I can't wait for it to be finished. But yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Please step into my fesshole. What, mate, your uh, moose is pulling on the Fessol pants tonight. I am. I'm taking over from Gibbo, so be gentle on me. But, yeah, Fessol, you can get them uh, on X, or formerly known as Twitter. And so, Instagram. And Instagram, sorry. Uh, the first one is, I once rigged a GoPro camera inside the rim of my toilet out of curiosity to see a close-up of my bum while I took a shit. The resulting footage was the single most appalling thing I've seen in my lifetime. I'm still haunted by the vision to this day. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> who, are this, fucking, who are these so, people? I had an uncle, right? His name was Uncle Ron. He was from Taugum. He was everyone's actually in, in Taugum, a small town where we're, we're all at. Like, um, everyone called him Uncle Ron, but he was actually my Uncle Ron, like blood Uncle Ron. Um, I remember him telling me a story one day, he was making homebrew rum. And he used to make homebrew rum and cola in a bottle. Like it was, he just patented this fucking, yeah, it was really wild. But he got it wrong one day with too much sugar and I give him the shits. <laughs> and he reckons he was sitting there under his house and going, oh shit. <laughs> he ran into the downstairs shit house, sits down. <laughs> and he's heard this <laughs> scurrying in the bowl. Like, <laughs> he's like, what the fuck's going on? He's jumped up and there's a water dragon just going, what? <laughs> there, was a, there was a water dragon in there And he just goes Oh yeah poor bastard And he shit all over it I just and fucking flushed When you read that I just went Oh the water dragon from Uncle Ron Oh fuck that's funny I always hate it when you go to a camping toilet And you get like a frog that's just like <laughs> Straight on your cheek <laughs> Middle of the oh, night You're just like oh. Mate It is my worst f- I'm terrified of frogs Really? Yeah I'm, I'm absolutely fucking Petrified of frogs And um, Yeah That'd drive me nuts But the other night A bloke gave me A present I'm just gonna try And find him here uh, Forgive me mate I've fucking lost your name Sorry He gave me a shirt um, after the show <laughs> came, came up after the show And he's handed me a shirt But what he did He came up and he's He goes I got you a present And I went Right And he just had this grin on his face I'm like Oh it's a frog Because I'd said it Last week I thought Fuck it This can't bring a frog out of this bag I'm going to pass out <laughs> and, he, and he pulls this thing out And it was green And I went Oh shit I said That's a frog mate I'm fucking Don't do it to me And he's like No it's a It's a little St. George Dragon's emblem It was like a A, a St. George Dragon Little um, dragon But it was oh. green I'm like Oh fuck He's like Hand me that and Then he gives me a shirt On the front of it Is a picture of Tom Myself and Cam Standing together At something we were at And it's got Hi I'm Buster From the Alpha Blokes <laughs> So, mate, thank you very much for that. And I actually FaceTimed Tommy that night um, and, and they had a bit of a quick quick chat and, and they, they thought it was fucking great. So thank you very much, mate, for the present. I, I was absolutely fucking honoured. And, and I absolutely <laughs> shit myself because I thought he had a fucking frog. I like it. Oh, this I didn't, this I didn't next one's not great. 
Oh, it's fucking worse one. than the yeah. first one. Man, I've been looking at buying like another GoPro, and now I'm going to be petrified of slightly used GoPro for sale. Oh yeah, GoPro. <laughs> Imagine that. I've had shit all over. So my dad put my mum's phone in her coffin when they went to bury her. After about three months, I thought it would be funny if I changed her number in his phone to mine. I sent him a text that said, "Get me out of this fucking box." <laughs> He didn't see the funny side and we and we didn't speak for almost a year. <laughs> no, he... Bruh. <laughs> That's fucking wild. When would you think that would be a good idea? Why would you put her phone in with her? Oh, I don't Dude, know. That's maybe. a fucking curious... Why? Because no, some people, you put jewellery and that sort of stuff with Yeah, but not a phone. phone. Oh, he's not going to use it. But... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Bury, bury her with her titty pics. Yeah. Nobody's ever seen these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking there's some shit on there with me doing stuff to her that's going bury with her. Holy fuck, that's wow. wild. That's not good. That's like the, the blonde chick Saturday night. I've told that story on here before with me, mate. I changed my number in his phone to blonde chick Saturday night. <laughs> and then rang it while his missus was in the kitchen. We were on the veranda and fucking she dragged him into their bedroom and all hell broke loose. Fuck. <laughs> We're on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> we used to do it all the time with people's tools because, yeah, like, some people it. engrave their number on it. So you just put it on, like, Gumtree or something, like, box trailer for sale, 200 bucks. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> blow the, just blow the phone up. Or give away a swing set. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> fucking gold. Or, like, free dash, tramp, dash free down trampoline. puppies that are cheap. Oh, cheap. Free trampoline. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, you get some hits on that. Oh, oh, yeah. But you put dash hounds up 500 bucks each. Fuck me. Every horse girl in Camp Grafter <laughs> is after you. <laughs> what is with that? I have no idea, but I because the never... blue man, it's a, a sausage man, and he's yep. into that horse. I think it's like the, they're like the French bulldog, like they're coming into being a designer. No, they're they're, ex- they're, they're way more. I reckon yeah, they're way I more re- popular reckon, than the Frenchie. Yeah, I reckon the Frenchie. snag dogs overtaken. Snag dogs shitting on the fucking on the Frenchie. I've never met somebody who does camp drafting that does doesn't no have a dash hand. Is it because they look like a horse? I don't know. They got the same sort of little huh? horse. People are weird. They look the yeah, same. They all love the long yeah. dog. They're a long, yeah. They're like a miniature horse. Yeah, right. Same I, colour. Actually, there is one that I laugh at quite a lot. Uh, so her name is Bianca uh, Pollard. She's a pig hunter, and she's got a French bulldog as a pig dog, and it gets after it. <laughs> unreal, Winston. Yeah, it is. I got a pug. He's the same. Yeah, it is fucking unreal. What, like, is she on Instagram? Yeah, yeah look, check it out. Yeah, look her up. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking. She does heaps of hunting shit, but here's this Frenchie. Loaded up with its fucking all. Got, got the vest yeah, on? Got everything oh, on. Oh, that's fucking I'm awesome. Like, that is fucking What's sick. What's her name? Bianca Pollard. Right, Pollard. Yeah. Right, yeah, go check her out, guys, and see. Fucking, oh, yeah, don't be creepy and check her out. Nah, got some cool hunting stuff on there. Yeah, um, sweet. Yeah, avid pig under all that sort of stuff. Cool I'll, chick, too. I'll check her out. Uh, lucky last. Um, I was due to retire shortly, but overheard my daughters discussing how great it would be when I have free time to look after the children much more. So I went in and spoke to my boss and agreed to stay on. If I'm going to work into my old age, I bloody well better get paid for it. <laughs> oh, they thought they had a built-in babysitter. <laughs> yeah. Not like someone that lives underneath your house. No, she still it's works. your mother. Still works. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the irony in that living. fucking message. Dual living. 
talking to a bloke <laughs> whose mum lives under his house and raises his kids. She does not. <laughs> nah, she doesn't. I know, mate. Joe. They're my roommates. <laughs> <laughs> What's that movie? Grandma's boy. <laughs> <laughs> mate, we turn up there one day and Moose's mum's mowing his lawn. I went, oh, fucking have that. That's enough for me. <laughs> I actually mowed it yesterday, I think. The day I gave her that bag of green food was when I was really worried about her. Green food? The, bro- the, the broccoli and all the um, bok choy that I bought her. Oh, she loved it. Yeah, because I don't think you feed her. It was, she, like, she attacked me for it. <laughs> Mate, oldies, if you give them free anything. The day I gave her that, she reminded me of the lady from um, Happy Gilmore. Get! <laughs> Jumping on the windscreen yeah, yeah, yeah. of the Falcon. Yeah, I know you're Mr. 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 Lady. I think I just killed her. <laughs> I walked in. She's like, "What's in the bag?" I said, "Oh, I've got you a heap of bok choy and broccoli." She goes, "He doesn't feed me." Fuck <laughs> oh, you, you full of poor shit. darling. Mayo, right? <laughs> may or may not. Yeah. Can, <laughs> traces of mayo. <laughs> yeah. uh, On to uh, the flog calls. Oh, so that's brought to you by. Fuck the tax man. So fuck the tax man. If you go to his Instagram, he's got some really cool shit out now. He's got new stickers, new stubby coolers. He's got some real in his text message here and a few other really cool shit. So I don't know what that it is. is. Cool shit. He's it got is cool, cool shit. So no, he does. Go to his website. He's got some really cool new merch. Um, the stubby holders are rad. He sent us some stickers. I say rad because my kids hate it. Um, <laughs> and my kids aren't meant to listen to the Friday episode. So now I know. Because I'll go, you said rad. Yeah, fucking gotcha. Um, so he's going to send us some stickers down to put on the fridge. And they're, they're fucking cool. And uh, our our mob who are doing all that are the same mob that are doing his um, apparel and stuff as well. So, um, yeah, check him out on, on, well, go to socials, fuck the tax man. Check him out. Check his store. Get yourself some merchandise. And if you type in two flogs at checkout, you get yourself a whopping... 15% off. He told me I've got to stop saying 50 because people are blowing people up. People getting all right. Yeah. So, yeah, somewhere between 14 and 16% off you get. Ooh. At checkout. Good fishing gear. You seen your stuff? You ever seen? Yeah, fishing? I've checked him out quite his a bit. Fish, fishing yeah. shirts are cool. It's yeah, good shit. Some cool shit. You get into your fishing much? I do, yeah. I'm okay. not allowed to talk about it, but Gibbo gets really cranky. So <laughs> I start getting really passionate about it. Oh, yeah. see, he's I got do, the V8. He's got the V8s. You can have one. Yeah, I, I love the V8s. <laughs> I, lo- I love the supercars. I love sprint cars. Love the NFL. I'm really big into my rodeo. I love fishing, but yeah, it's just a lot of things I want to talk about. Yeah, I'm keen as shit for the Nebo rodeo this year. Yeah, I want to go. Yeah, I I think I've fucked myself over with going. I think I've double booked myself, oh. but uh, I'm going to try my best. Yeah, um, I've really fucked myself because I'll either be at the Nebo rodeo, yeah, or in the Kimberleys. Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, I fucked that. Right I'd be up. taking the Kimberleys, wouldn't you? Yeah, I fucked that. Nebo right will be next up. year as well. Yeah, not even like same state. Yeah. <laughs> I love the festivals. Yeah. So, like, I just missed it, the apple and grape out at Stanthorpe. I really wanted to fucking go. Like, I love a good festival, like a, like a country town festival, like something that's cool. So, yeah, hit us up. I, I'd fucking, I'm love to go to and MC some of these events. Like, I, I'm so serious about going to the fucking Tunarama. I'm so serious to get down there. Fucking hit me up. If you need oh, yeah. an MC, get me down there. Yeah. I've got a few things coming up that I can't announce just yet, but I've got a few things coming up which I am going to. Fucking hit me up. I'm coming. Mm. But the radio, I love the radios, man. But yeah, fish, fishing wise, yeah, man, I love me dew fishing. Fucking coming into winter, uh, a lot of tailor fishing down here. And oh yeah, did you just get yeah. the tailor run up there. You wouldn't get it uh, in Fraser Island. There's a yep. good run, and I'm pretty sure around Brizzy and stuff. Um, I like avid watcher of uh, Sammy Hitzky's on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, like, real yeah, good to watch. Yeah, I watch uh, Sammy, yeah. He gets into his tailor stuff. Um, I but, love it, man. 
up my way, I haven't caught any. So, but you're on a reef. You're more reefy and rocky, aren't you? Um, reef's a little while out. So yeah. uh, around Cairns is real close to the reef. Um, for us, uh, out of Yapoon, yeah. reef sort of you know eighty odd k out. Um, yeah. You get some small patches, uh, yep. but like nothing. Yeah, yeah. But you don't get that, surfing rocky, do you? Uh, not real good nah, surf, nah. no. So that um yeah the tailor down here like down obviously we had down the back beaches we, we just call it the Tweed Coast back beaches it's usually full of Queensland fuckheads that come in here and catch them You're but welcome. um <laughs> heaps of, heaps of Jew Taylor um you get some blokes have caught the odd snapper off the off the rocks down here um sweet lip stuff like that yeah, yeah I, I love it and then bass bass through the summer but I don't have much I'm terrified of fucking brown snakes so I don't go do a lot of bass fishing anymore Bruh, found a red belly black saw... snake crawling through the camp yesterday fuck I was like well, hello we get fuck all of them now because of the cane toad yeah right yeah the cane toad fucked the red bellies around here because obviously they're a frog eating huh. snake and the death adders we used to have a heap of death adders too so thank fuck they're gone <laughs> but um yeah they got stuck in the cane toad as well yeah sure right but um yeah no I love it man I love the beach fuck fishing yeah I like it. Mm. It's uh, something I've definitely uh, told myself that I'm going to do a bit more of this yeah, year. Yeah, sure. Come down. Beach fishing. If you get a chance coming in one, one weekend, I'll grab, grab your mate Crater. He's one of my best mates. He, he's massive into it down. He's like every weekend, all weekend, catches his beach worms and off he goes fishing. So yeah, right. We'll take you. Take you for sure. G'day, boys. It's uh, Jimmy Jack from the up. Yeah. Uh, usually calling up about fun, some funny story I've got, poo yarn or something. Uh, but this one's a bit more of a serious one. I just wanted to say thank you. Um, to you boys for all that you're doing in the mental health space. I'm currently going through some shit myself. Uh, it's crept up on me over time. I've always sort of been a positive guy without a care in the world. Um, yeah, I've never really had any mental health struggles until recently when my stress just all hit me at once. My body told me that it was time to reach out and, and, um, and take care of whatever was stressing me. Um, without having listened to you guys since episode one, while everything was fine, um, I probably wouldn't have felt like I could speak out. Um, you really made an impact on removing the stigma behind men's mental health, and um, you really helped a lot of blokes here that listen to your potty, and um, I can add myself definitely to that list. You guys should feel really proud of what you guys have achieved, and I look forward to listening to and calling in once my feet are back under me. Cheers, boys. Good on you, Jimmy Jack, mate. Unreal call. Thank you very much. We love hearing that. We're, we're helping you out, and we're here to help you, bud. And uh, hopefully you're back on the mend and absolutely fucking harassing caravan as, as uh, normally your calls are about. So, yeah, Jimmy Jack's a good fellow. It's a great call, mate. On you, mate. Yeah, thank you. Here you Curb. Goodbye. Good, mate. Bush. How are you, gentlemen? Just listening to the podcast and the digger over in WA here in our... Come across on his episode 114 or something. Old mate brings up the story of finding the old chest underneath his parents' bed. Well, chest. that sort of brought up terrible memories I've had once before. <laughs> Except for I was 27, and I thought I'd go down and surprise my parents. So I've driven down to their place, I've driven down the driveway, gone down to the bottom of the house. I walked up the steps, opened the door. And lo and behold, here's the old boy, <laughs> chocolate block, <laughs> the old lady on the kitchen bench. Wow, what a sight that was. I've yelled. <laughs> Turned around, slammed the door, walked down the veranda, trying to bring myself to what I've just witnessed. Holy fuck. 
couple of minutes later, um, the old man walks out, looks at me, shrugs his shoulders, and goes, well, what do you do? What? So, walked off. What do you do? <laughs> that was it. I got in my car and I drove off. I don't think I fucking went back to my parents' place for about two months later. But anyway, love the show, boys. It's bringing plenty of laughs. Oh. And, yeah, loving it. All right, gentlemen, Mr. Ed, out. Well done, Mr. Ed. Well, I suppose one thing you take, mate, at least it was your old man doing it. Yeah. I mean, fucking <laughs> way, worse. Probably way worse if it was the neighbour. Could you imagine That's dinner? That's unreal. Could you imagine dinner that night? Sitting oh. down looking at mum. Oh. So how was your oh. day? There'd be no, oh. no eye contact. Oh, <laughs> Paul, and you could, at least you could tell in his voice, he's like, ah, oh, fuck, they're human. Like, you tell in his he voice, a, he he's like, laugh. that was disgusting, but I'll have to move on. They're human. <laughs> mate, you handle that like an absolute sport. Well done, mate. What about the old man just showed his shoulders going, oh, you got me. Shockers. <laughs> yeah. I can't do fuck. Well, you can't explain it. And they're married, so you can't do fuck all that. That's funny as fuck. I lost me shit. Oh, Mr. Ed, that was, uh, that's really, that's really made my night. That's fucking funny, as. Hey, lads, it's the uh, Heimley Street Hooligan here. I'm just re-listening to all your old episodes again. It'll be about the fourth time I've done it. Uh, just on the back of episode 17, uh, where you were asking for people to call in about stuff they've stolen drunk. Well, uh, one night, it was my 18th birthday, and we decided to go to my home, to, well, my dad's hometown where... There's a few signs that are relevant to our family history. And uh, so we all decided, yeah, good idea. We're all going to fucking steal all these signs. And we were just rocking them backwards and forwards, fucking trying to just get them out. Uh, eventually, we ended up taking two of the five signs with the concrete fucking little boulders at the bottom because we just rocked the absolute <laughs> shit out of them. Fuck, that would be heavy. Yeah, carrying one sign and we still fucking struggled. <laughs> anyway, boys, fucking so stay out of yourselves. Yeah. Well done, hooligan. Fuck, that's funny. Like <laughs> <laughs> He's dragging the concrete. Like it, he's gonna, we're going to steal all five, they're stole two, too heavy. ended up with one. <laughs> they were just too heavy to carry back to the fucking house. <laughs> How good were the days, but when you go and just knock everything off? And you'd get away with it, too. And you'd get away with it. I remember fucking waking up. There used to be a thing called Speed on Tweed. And anyway, a couple of my mates went and, and knocked off all the fucking, like, the flashy lights from Speed on Tweed. And I, I, we lived in a flat behind the police station in Wollongbar at the time. And I woke up at, like, four in the morning. Fucking door unlocked on Friday night on the piss. You leave the front door unlocked. Woke up at, like, four in the morning. I'm like... Was glowing from my fucking kitchen, and I was like, "Send Angie out to have a look." <laughs> like, you want to go fucking sort that out? She comes out and she goes, "What the fuck's going on here?" Little, they got the little battery on them with the yeah. orange. Yeah, they're all just like in using flicker through. There was dead set fifty of them, and I'm like, "For fuck's sake!" They were fucking stay on forever too. Yeah, I know. And I had them forever in my fucking house. In the end, I gave them all to my grandfather, and he got all the batteries out of them. <laughs> I don't know what he ever did with them. He had fucking thousand batteries under his ass that the boys were getting for him. Oh, fucking know the days, eh, when you'd go around and fucking knock shit off. Everybody got a street sign with their name on oh, it. Oh, fucking oath. Well, yeah, well, mine all got given to me. I never stole any myself. Me either. Although <laughs> I didn't find fucking many with Zayden on them. Is there a Zayden rider in? I don't know. Fucking reach out to me if there is. I want the sign. <laughs> you know, you can actually, and, and this happened in uh, the show we live in, because um, there was a lot of um, Kirby Road signs going missing and, and things on, and different road signs going. And they actually come out and said, just contact us and we'll fucking make you one. Stop <laughs> stealing the fucking things. <laughs> so my grandmother actually 
got paranoid. But this is back in fucking 1997 or 1998. My grandmother actually went over to the council works and bought one. And she goes, stop stealing them. you got to go to jail. Oh, yeah, right. So I gave my cousins one and everyone else, you know, fucking they get one. Yeah, she went and the council made her one. And they put a thing in the Daily News going, signs are available to purchase. They weren't even that dear. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe was, I should just buy one. It was just the thrill of fucking stealing them. Yeah. You felt like a badass. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. You're like, you just turned 17, you got your pee plates. You go over, you run over your sign, fucking steal it. <laughs> I don't think, oh, look, I don't think it goes on anymore. The kids these days are way more intelligent than us, and they probably just, I don't think kids of today want a street sign anymore. No, I think they're too afraid of getting caught. Yeah. I think there's too many things on uh, social media these days that oh, they can't get away with it. Like I said, I didn't have a camera phone until about the year 2004. So yeah. thank fuck. Because when we were young blokes, mate, some of the shit we did, if you could have filmed what we did, and especially when we grew up, there was like three cops in town and they all knew dad. So I just had to, <laughs> I just had to dodge them. And then, I, then I was all right. You had the cops this side of the bridge and the cops that side of the bridge. You just didn't go over the bridge. <laughs> if you went over the bridge, you're on your own. They were Newcastle High Patrol. If you're on this side of the bridge, you just fucking don't do anything too stupid and you should be all right. <laughs> if you get a lift home, dad will kick your ass. Oh, yeah. We had fucking, oh, I used to turn up and oh, my oh, man, I'd have about 16 lollipops under the house. He's like, don't need any more fucking lollipops. You're like, oh, well, it wasn't locked up in any serious way, Graham. <laughs> But don't steal shit, kids, you fucking grubs. Pull your heads in. Taxpayers' money. Hey, floggers, how are we? Good, mate. Curb. Hey, loose. Happening, boys. Uh, quick chat. Want to put in my vlog of the week chat. Uh, first time caller. Long time listener. Love you, boys. You're, uh... You're... You're the best. You really are. Like, we all enjoy it. Oh, right. Long story short, I want to quickly who you're in. I'm on a, a golf trip. No shit. Uh, <laughs> currently reside in Canberra. Got a couple of boys. We've travelled up from the Berra. Good one. Currently in Coffs Harbour. Oh, do you? Uh, everyone's gone to bed because they can't handle the pits. Uh,. But I can, so I'm still awake, sitting here on the balcony having a few beers, thinking of... Did you listen to this before you played it? Like, fingered. up. <laughs> I thought he fell asleep halfway I'm through. I'm so I'm like, surely he's going to go to sleep here in a minute. Oh, mate. I don't know, mate. You are a soldier. You are fucking blind. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's that guy just asleep on the veranda talking. I guarantee you they found him the next day with his phone still ringing people. Asleep. <laughs> Sound asleep. He was walk-eyed. <laughs> fucking hell. He fucking I love like when he goes, they all couldn't handle their piss, but I can <laughs> yeah, yeah. Goes, I just want to insert an alpha in the moose. Well, that's going to happen in the fight night. That's what that's, Quinn's job is to insert himself into you, mm. and your job is to insert yourself into Quinn. Can't wait. Yeah, I'm still going for Quinn. All right, let's go. <laughs> next, next, uh, next last one, call. Next one. Hello. How you going? Hello. Yeah, mate. Anybody? Fuck's sake. Sitting here with a swollen sword covered in Vaseline. I thought this was a fucking flog line for fuck's sake. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> fuck, fuck you, flogs. <laughs> 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 
That's fucking oh, great. That's <laughs> oh, fuck me. That's funny. I'm sitting here covering Vaseline thought I'd ring the flog line. Are there still them sex line numbers you can ring? Sure. Surely. I keep getting requests for it. You should do it. Yeah, You're I You're the ke- best voice in Australia. Don't you mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good. I've, I've been hit up more than once. It's like it was either read erotica or do a phone sex hotline and I'm like, I was like, I don't think I've got the rig for OnlyFans, but fuck it, I could do that. You've got a voice for it. Yeah, darling, give her a flick. <laughs> no, you get the dudes. You, you, get, you get the little Metro fellas. Like, you're a big grizzly bear, man. <laughs> when you walked out before, Augustus goes, Did you hear that guy's voice? And I said, Yeah, I've been listening to it for the last hour. So he's, It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I went, Shut up, Gus. He'll hear you. He's just doing a wee. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be unreal. That'd be a fucking. What a job. Now beat your dick like yeah, I owe your money. Yeah, now beat it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, lucky oh. last. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Fogs, how you going? Good. Good. It's old bare-ass bandit calling from New Zealand. You know, old uh, FSC. You know, sheep shag country. Anyway, hey, I'm doing a charity event this week, boys. 24 hours hitting golf balls for the uh, mental health uh, organisation cool. that... Um, to look after the construction industry. Thought you boys might want to give it a wee shout out on the air on uh, this this uh, this week or whatever. There you go. Um, anyway, just uh, love what you're doing. Love your podcast. Um, and uh, good luck with the old uh, Royale. All right, see you boys. Good on you, mate. Yeah. Well, you've given you've given a shout out for yourself there. So we'll definitely uh, Moose is just going to Google it and see what you're on about. That'll yeah. be unreal. That's something I could get hours. around. Hey, I reckon I could get around that. Like, oh. I'm not athletic enough to be able to run for 24 hours Fucking or do the real life. But you play golf, don't you? You, you I, do, I, yeah. I'm an enthusiastic do. golfer. Yeah, I'm are, not good at it. Yeah, you're like me. You're the <laughs> well, I'm playing Friday. Oh. With Beetle and Zach Kelly, the pro from Tweed, and another chap from Matt Dunn Racing. And Beetle's, because I'm always carrying, these boys go play golf all the time, don't fucking tell me about it. He goes, yeah, and I said, yeah, I'm in, yeah, I'm sweet, let's go, fucking blah, blah, blah. Gets me in there, it's a blue marker stroke day. Ooh. I'm playing with a pro. <laughs> that poor cunt. Yeah. He'll be just going, fuck, mate, just pick it up. I can't, rules are rules, but I've got to hit it till it goes in the hole. We're, yeah. we're going to be there all day Friday. Oh, I've got a mate, so we were, we were, like, one of your best mates, Kurt, he's like, yeah, yeah, we'll go start playing golf. Yep. You know, he hasn't played golf in, like, fucking seven years. Mm-hmm. Didn't tell me prior to us going that as a kid he was in the golf academy, all these fucking oh, things. Oh, he's a freak. And, like, I'm an enthusiastic golfer. And when I mean, what I mean by that is I'm fucking shit at it. <laughs> I went out there and I was like, right, I'll Get play a game. Worth. And, like, I hit in usually the 90s. And I was like, fuck yeah, <laughs> this, this cunt, no golf, six years, comes out, 82. Ah, oh, yuck, I'm throwing him in the river. There's a kicker. He doesn't have a driver. He does now, but at the time he didn't. He was using a fucking four eye on the cunt. And beat you. I wanted to beat him <laughs> with the golf clubs. Well, next to say, so there's a thing for you. So come down in, in the winter time. We'll go out and we'll do a bit of beach fishing. Bring your mm. rods down. We'll go out there. I've got plenty of surf rods. We'll go beach fishing. We'll get greater. We'll go out and do a bit of beach fishing. And then, then we'll all go for a game of golf on a Sunday morning with the RSL Club in Warmba. You will not look back. Oh, I've got the double clutches in the ute right now. Have you? Yeah, mate. Sensational. Ready to go. So, Queenstown, Blair, Patterson, and... Dunedin? Dunedin? Dunedin's, Fletcher's, Khan? Dineen. Fuck, let's start Dineen's that again. Dunedin's, Fletcher, Khan. Dun- yeah, anyway. 
Hit 7,000 golf balls in 24 hours at the Queenstown, Queenstown Golf Club, raising funds and awareness for mates in construction. This charity focuses on mental well-being and suicide prevention in New Zealand's construction industry. Well done, lads. Well done. That, that is fantastic. So that's going on. No, they've done it. That's, it's in the news. So that's, that's it. It's the 11th, yeah. So it must have been a, a week behind in the calls. Wow. Well, we've got about 1,000 calls sitting in that Yeah, thing. there is. But so um, that is fucking full on. Yeah, how bloody good. 7,000. So that was a guy that just rang. Yeah. So that- well done, mate. Well done, bud. we take take a hat off to you. 7,000 golf balls in 24 hours. Well done. Insane. So we hope you're Blair Patterson that rang, not Dunedin's Fletcher's Khan, and we fucking completely butchered your name. We hope you're... We hope you we, both legends. We hope you Blair though, because we didn't butcher your name. But mate, unreal! Seven thousand golf balls, twenty four hours. Well done, really, really well done. Um, can you please ring us back? Actually, send it, send it an email. Uh, just send us a voicemail to info at twoflogs.com.au. Send that to us, and um, just give us a bit of an in depth one on how, on how you went there. Um, just coming to that. If you want to send us a flog call, please send it to info at twoflogs. Dot com dot au, but can you keep it to that two minute mark? The bloke who rang the other day for four and a half minutes, um, yeah, sorry man, that it, I, 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 we can't do it. It's just too long. Yeah. Keep it for the two minutes. Try and make sure it's quiet and people can hear you. It can be the funniest story in the world, but if we can't understand, yeah. understand you, and and don't get disheartened. There is hundreds of calls each week and we only mm. we only pick a handful so don't get disheartened keep calling them through and yeah. we, we so save them for special calls we do we do have a couple well. of episodes coming up through the year that we're going to do a special calls day but yeah, yeah if you send that to that then and also Moose what's the flog line number mate got no idea well you better look it up yeah well who's your flog line winner in the meantime oh uh, mate Mr Ed flog call win it yeah win it right here well done Mr Ed that'll be a good clip you'll see that one on Instagram I reckon that Mr Ed was an absolute fucking pisser for me so the mum oh, chocolate yeah. lock mum the mum yeah. chocolate yeah. lock mum's yeah. got her the Vaso one is funny as shit but I, I think a bloke who's witnessed his mum and dad fucking doing the wrestle yeah. he gets himself a, 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 a hat I think much like when I caught my parents fucking I just tried to bury that down in the bottom of my brain did you do that. it what oh I found it yeah so bullshit yeah dead set you so. could have you could have said that earlier wow <laughs> no he was trying to bury it I was trying to bury it it's trauma bro <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I grew up at the beach, right? And uh, a lot of the old beach houses had um, cyclone trapdoors. So because I got an enclosed veranda, yeah. uh, the staircase that comes up onto the veranda, there's a trapdoor to shut it, right? Because um, it stops fucking windows yeah. blowing out the house because you can seal it all off. Sand shit. Anyway, the veranda goes full length, and my parents' bedroom was smack bang at one end of it. Actually, there's two stories here. Dad, you know what? You gave me trauma. I'm going to tell the other one too. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> so anyway, as a kid, fucking parents are going for a nap. As a kid, you don't need nap means we fucking. So anyway, Shit. I'm just like, I think I wanted to watch something and it was like MA15 plus and I'm like, oh my God, i got to ask you my parents permission. you for I there. fucking walked out there and here's, mum and dad have a waterbed, by the way. <laughs> So here's dad just fucking trying to give it to mum and I'm just like, holy fuck. And he's what like, all I hear is, go away. <laughs> How old were you? Oh, I would have been like fucking 10. Oh, you ruined your life. Go away. <laughs> go away. Riding the waves. I like the way you said they had a waterbed and they were trying to go at it. Yeah. Because you'd have to sort of get the. We don't want to go into it. Well, it must have to go with the. I don't know. You've got to go with the flow. Yeah, get the swell right, I guess. <laughs> Ride the wave in. but You'd fuck. have to sort of pump your hands a bit and get yourself flopping. Oh, fuck, it'd be awkward. Like, I used to have a waterbed, but uh, that was when I was a teenager. 
And uh, yeah, I didn't actually get to fuck in it. So <laughs> <laughs> I know a bloke that's got a waterbed to this day, an elderly gentleman. <laughs> You'll love me saying that he's an elderly gentleman. But he just bought a brand new one a couple of years ago. What? They still sell they them. fucking sell them. Yeah, I, I had I one swear. as a kid. I had one as a kid. No, I, I always wanted one, eh? I yeah, always right. wanted a waterbed, never got one. But um, yeah, my, my older work colleague, I won't say where and what your name is, Drew, your name's safe with me. He's got a waterbed. And, I, and mate, he swears by it for his back. Yeah, well, right. Yeah, he said, mate, honestly, no, no jokes. No, I, won't, I, won't, I would never dare tell a, um, a, a bad story about this bloke. He's an absolute fucking legend, a mate of mine. But he said, for his back and stuff, unreal. And he can put a glass of wine or a glass of water on, on his wife's side of the bed and actually get into bed and it won't spill. Like the new ones. Must have baffles in it. Tech, yeah, they do. Full of baffles. Like, yeah, I'm just like, I sit here and say, well, you're a sexual deviant. He goes, yeah, fuck it. It's not why I bought it for. <laughs> well, I bought it, it cost me back. Mine, mine, was, just, swears mine was just a big balloon. Yeah, 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 mine, yeah they were, yeah. Mine was a balloon, pretty sure, from a fucking sex dungeon. <laughs> but the other one, fuck it, Dad, you're getting called out here. So we had uh, we had birds up on this front veranda. Like Will just, he listen to this? Oh, I hope so. I'll send it to him. <laughs> He's listened to the other ones. Yeah. Um, he's still starstruck from Sunrise. Oh, bet is. <laughs> but uh, here's another one, bit of trauma. Dad sleeps naked. Um, we all do. Yeah, we do. Yeah. But uh, unfortunately, I didn't want to see that when I was a kid. <laughs> but we had finches up on the veranda, just right. like little bird cage. And uh, there was this fucking cat that kept uh, on coming up and attacking the cage in the middle of the night. Yeah. And my old boy had fucking had enough of it. So middle of the night, he's fucking burst out on the, onto the veranda. In and he's like, Yep, in the raw. I'm going to get this cat. And he had a fucking, like, his fishing gear on the front veranda and a bloody landing net. Yeah. So he's grabbed the landing net, whoop, straight, over, straight over the top of the cat. Ripper. So he's, like, folded it over so the cat's still in there and held this cunt up and started Zayden's so dad was lightly tapping the cat with a very fluffy moccasin almost to the point of tickling the feline. Fuck it <laughs> with a shoe. And while he's Continuing to ever so gently tap the cat, who is only too happy to be in this tender-loving situation. The cat started pissing violently everywhere, all over him, all over the fucking veranda. And during the commotion of him beating... Delicately patting... The fuck out of a cat. My sister's woken up, turn the fucking lights on. Big, gla- big glass veranda. All you can see is this six foot two fucking middle-aged... Me- yeah, big dude. Yeah, about 100 and, oh, 110 kilos, six foot two, butt naked, cock out and swinging at a fucking cat. Just back. Tappity, tappity, tap. And then my mum's up and then all you, like, all you hear is... You're not coming into the fucking house smelling like that. So Dad's out the front yard hosing himself down like a fucking dog trying to get the piss off him. Oh, fuck oh, me. Fucking it's funny. <laughs> I hope we can play that. Oh, fuck, that is funny as shit. Oh, man, I'll never forget it and neither will he. The cat ever come back? Nah. <laughs> it, 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 I can't lie, it worked. Oh, fucking I think it would have worked. <laughs> oh. But fucking stunk, oh. mate. Like, the whole front of our house stunk for about a yeah, week. Cat piss for reeks. Oh, it is violently oh, bad. Oh, it's the best. Oh, fuck, I hope we can play that. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Oh, flog of the week, sir. Oh. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Flogs. Oh, mate, that is so fucking good. Oh, look, I, I pretty much just got a positive flog this week, and like I said, it was just all the 
all the people that come to me show on uh, on Friday. Fuck, I'm still laughing. That was funny. Uh, Friday night and just all the legends I met after it. Um, there was one chap there that came up and met me. His name in our Ladbrokes um, mates mode is Josh Banks 10. He is a mad baseball fan and he is going to be putting a lot of baseball multis in there. And he has asked that for the team multis, which Gibbo does, um, which obviously Gibbo's away this week. But for next week, we're going to add a baseball tip into the team multi. So um, I'm going to give him a chance. He's going to give us one. So he's going to give us a little tip to put into the team multi. So check him out. He goes pretty well. He's backed himself. He's backed himself and he said, Kerb, I, I really I go pretty well on my multis with the baseball, so tell him to follow me in mates, mate. So there you go, mate. Get in there and have a, have a go at him. But positive-wise, just the feedback we got uh, and just meeting everyone after it and just um, just the flog appreciation, the flog merch that was in the audience, the hats are in the audience and just people wearing our, our stuff and obviously there was a heap of alpha stuff there. There was obviously a lot of CTC gear there. Just the community that we've got. Mm. It's just unreal. Like, you know, and you bring like your dead ass podcast, like, you know, with Brizey and and we're just sort of one big family. Yeah, really. It's, it's good, eh? It's sort of one ties the rest well, of Well, you together. got mum and dad. <laughs> Cam, and to- Cam and Tom, mum and dad. Uh they can find out who mum and dad is out of the two of them, but I reckon I know. Dad Cam's Cam's the alpha. Me and Tom had this argument the other day. So we mow our own lawns and he goes, Makes us pretty alpha. And I went, Cam gets paid to mow other people's lawns. So I reckon that's alpha. What do you reckon? I need to see where they stand on the brush cutting before or after mowing, and then I really know who. Yeah, well, that's a Cam question. Mm. And then I reckon you'd have to. You well, you got a brush cut before you mow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think Cam would definitely do yeah. that. Yeah, I don't think he'd be much of a whippersnipper bloke. I think he does it like paddock mowing and shit, doesn't he? I think he does some. Um, he does a bit of commercial stuff. I'm pretty sure, does like, he? like businesses and stuff. Yeah, but then does domestic stuff as well. I'm uh, not sure on the domestic thing. I can't see him pushing a mower around some bloke's lawn. Nah. I don't he's... think he's that approachable. <laughs> I don't think, I don't, you wouldn't want to go outside if he's... Imagine him out there with the shits mowing in the middle of that heat out there in fucking Gladstone. Jeez, geez, the lawnmower bloke's cranky. Yeah, don't go near him. So, one of our fitters... That makes him alpha, I reckon. I can't name him, but... Uh, so, one of our fitters used to own a lawn mowing business. Right. Uh, and the reason why I won't say his name is because he's got a sniff fetish and I don't want him to get found out. If you know, you know. Anyway, he was telling me he's like running this mowing hang business. On. A sniff fetish? A sniff fetish. What, sniffing people's undies? No, no, everything. He has to sniff everything. Oh, he's a sniffer? Yeah, like he'd... Like me with the old ladies, sniffing yeah, the heads. he'd sniff the microphone, he'd do that sort of stuff. Does like, he? Yeah, every now and then you'll see it like you'll you'll have a deodorant or something in your car and he'll just walk over and be like... So he ran a mowing business and uh, he used to weird. tell people to pick up their dog shit and they fucking wouldn't. Oh, anyway, he's oh. ploughing through this fucking lawn <laughs> and he hits a big big gunner <laughs> and sprays it all over himself. <laughs> and he's sitting there telling me, he reckons, I had this shit on my shirt and it's on my finger and I'm telling myself, don't smell it, don't, don't smell it, don't smell it, don't smell it, don't smell it. And then I went, oh, I smell it. <laughs> it smells like shit. I was like, what's wrong with you? And he's like, I don't know. What the fuck's wrong really? Imagine if he was a liquor. Oh. Don't lick it. Because the first time I picked it up, he's like, pulled a fucking beard hair out. And he's like. Of yours? No, no, his. Oh, thank like, just pulled his own out. He's like, huh. I was like, you just sniff your beard hair. He's like, yeah. Ring out the flog line. Can you find that number? <laughs> Ring out the flog line and tell us if you're a sniffer. Yeah, I'm yeah, right here. So the flog line is 02. 
8007588. Fuck, that's funny, Bart. A sniffer. And he'll, he'll listen to this. I hope so. I'm going to send it to him. <laughs> ah, shout out to you, sniffer. You're a fucking legend. Love you. But he actually is a fucking legend, though, which is great. He's just got that weird fetish. Yeah, he's just got a sniffer. Is it a kink or a fetish? Don't know. But that's what I'm saying about this whole podcasting world we're in. Like, there's we, we don't have fucking enemies. Mm. Like, oh, in our little circle, I guess, we probably do have enemies. But, like, in the podcast April 27th, world, you'll have plenty. Yeah, we do that, I suppose. <laughs> but, but, like, we're just one big family. Like, and we all help each other out and fucking go on each other's pods. And it's fucking unreal. Oh. Like, you got, obviously, Brett James Leo Henley, the weirdest human in Australia. you got him <laughs> um, with, with proper true yarn. And you got, obviously, yeah, Cam and Tom. And then um, Brizey, us, the BBB boys. Fucking the, the the bluey boys in Newcastle now, in, in um, almost a man in Cairns. Like we're all fucking, we all help each other out, eh? We buy each other's merch and we fucking talk to each other. And it's just, I love it, eh? Yeah, like it's, I said before, good humans breed good yeah, humans. Yeah, oh, I love it. I love that sort of stuff. Right, eh? So my last vlog is Brett James Leo Henley. <laughs> I'm fucking dog tired. Driving out of fucking Newcastle on Saturday morning. I actually come into McLean. I was coming in through McLean. Phone rings, Knuckles. I'm like, oh, yeah. Because I've got some hats and stuff coming for the merch shop. Oh, yeah, Knuckles. He's, I knew he where he was, yeah, in the truck show, wherever he was. I'm like, hello? Yes. Oh, is this Curb from the Alpha Blacks? And I just go, yeah, mate, here you going. Fuck you, Curb. And just hung up on me. And I went, oh, fucking got me again. He just hands his phone to people, tells them to ring it. <laughs> He had it on his, on his uh, yeah, Instagram. Yeah, it come out on the Instagram. Anyway, about fucking two minutes later, comes up again, knuckles. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, here we go. I'm just going over that big bridge coming out of Yamber there. I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. I'm like, hello. And he goes, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> gotcha again, you cunt. I'm like, fuck. And he just nails me all the time. I'm like, and I said in that bloody, in that, um, someone tagged me in the Alpha Blokes um, trendsetters group about it. And I just said, Knuckles is the O'Doyle family from <laughs> Billy Madison. <laughs> and I am slowly unpeeling my fucking banana bread. And you are going to fire. I've got a feeling that an entire O'Doyle family are going down. <laughs> he has got me with the wheelchair at the airport. What else, what's he done? He's got me with the wheelchair at the airport. He's got me with... Um, calling you at 2am Calling me at 2 o'clock With random people in Tamworth On his phone Telling me to get fucked um, It's about three or four things He's got me with so far So yeah um, the, 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 the banana's almost unpeeled And Operation Bring Down Knuckles Is <laughs> firmly fucking in play And he's gonna fucking know <laughs> Yeah, it's Barb's the Brisbane Orphan here. I'm at the fucking Brisbane Entertainment Centre. It's 10.28pm uh, on Wednesday night. We've been to fucking Rise Against the Blink-182. Um, I am the big dozer. Uh, running to a bloke with an elf bloke's fucking hat on and a Two Vlogs podcast shirt. Looking like Curb. Tattoos all over him. My dad kisses for life or anything like that. But run Curb. Nah, he's already on the train. Cunt didn't even stay to fucking see the encore, but I'll get him an Andrew fucking rum can. Nah, 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 nah. Gone before every cunt left the venue. Vlog of the week, Andrew Buster Kirby. Get <laughs> fucked. Fuck you, Kirby. <laughs> 
Now, that bloke's name was Chubbs, and I did run into Chubbs. He had an Alpha Blug shirt on and a Two Flogs hat, mate. Get it fucking right, Bubs. This is why you're a shit podcaster. Um, I, I know people. The guy, he had an Alpha Blug shirt and a fucking... And I thought I dead set, ran into him coming out of the dunny, and I went, Jesus Christ, am I dead? <laughs> and he's looked at me and gone, holy fuck, and I went... I looked behind me. I went, what? And he goes, you're him. I went, I hope I'm who you mean. And he's like, you're a buster. And I went, I am buster. How are you, mate? And he's like, holy fuck. He goes, you'd never believe it. I just met Brett from the Reggies. I went, it's Bubs. And he goes, yeah, yeah, that's who I just met. Oh, fucking hell. And this bloke was dead set like looking in a mirror. Big bloke, big, big, gorgeous human. And he had two rums or something in his hand. Didn't offer me one. Oh. And he goes, my name's Chubbs. And I went, of course it fucking is. How are you, brother? <laughs> and he was just a really nice guy, had a quick yarn and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, Bubs, go fuck yourself, mate. I had to drive to Newcastle the next day for a for a show. <laughs> he had to go to work at five. And I, I apparently I'll say what time he got home. But anyway, he, went, he still went to work. He, he was pretty fingered. He rang me from the train and f- I was on a train. He sprayed me about being on a train. He was fucking tipping him in pretty hard before the show. He, he, when I saw him before the show, he'd had a couple. Mm. And then by that call... At 10.30, he'd had a couple more. Because he had three beers with me, and I think we talked for a grand total of four minutes. <laughs> You're just trying to get rid of him at that stage. Oh, no. <laughs> He's just like, we're just stopping in for a quick skewy, and then we're going to Blink-182. And it was like, boom, boom, yeah, boom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, righto, Bob, see you later. He's like, see you, mate. Yeah, he sent me a Snapchat. He's like, you should have come, fucking, you know, his agency. I'm like, oh, fucking hell. I'd had a big day that day, too. I'd been over at Morton Island. Oh, had you? <laughs> yeah, fucking sick day. On the quads? Uh, quads and helicopters. Yeah, I've seen that. Fucking mm. hell. That's wild. I'd love to do that. It's good fun. Ah, uh, the Buster Kirby experience featuring Gibbo and Moose. <laughs> Buster, phone to pick with you. Oh, you yeah. said Winston is not allowed on the carpet. Come on, mate, as a fellow pugman. Pugs run the house. They do what they want when they want. They do. If they want to be on the carpet, let them be on the carpet. And fuck you, Kirby. <laughs> yeah, well, I've got an office now because I'm working from home all the time. And I've, got, I've got an office and set up, and it's actually in the spare room. And Winston now drags his bed down the hallway and sleeps at the door. And I can just see one of his dopey eyes looking at me until I go, come on. And he comes in and sleeps at my feet on the carpet. Because <laughs> he knows. He knows. Anything carpet, he's not allowed in. But what he does do, he when with me, he's cool. The oldest daughter, he's cool, but Ange or Ava, as soon as that door's open to the main bedroom, he just fucking fangs in. I built, I, um, I'm a wood machinist by trade before I did my plumbing apprenticeship. Oh, really? Yeah, so I, I built our um, our bed and our fucking TV cabinet, and I built it all by hand with all hardwood. Because An- Angela's grandfather was um, the last bullocky from the Northern Rivers. So he's got a heap of, old, or had a heap of old hardwood timber that he pulled out of the forest with the bullocks. Yeah, right. So I got it, planed it all down through my thickness and all that sort of stuff and made a better out of it. And it's sort of like a lower bed, all hardwood. Sort of looks like old railway sleepers, but it's just all ironbark that I've got. And a little fucker gets... He, he somehow morphs himself under the bed. He can't get him out. Because he's a pug. Like, they're pretty big, like, you know, that tall, sort of 200 mil tall or whatever. The bed's only about 150, so he sort of scrapes his back and gets under there. And you get under there, and all you see is his big eyes like a fucking... <laughs> well, sometimes you can just see one eye because got, he's got two asses. They both look the same each end. And he's just looking at you going, well, I can't get out, and you can't get under here. So you've got to <laughs> fucking get a hockey stick and poke the cunt in the ass until he sort of scrabbles along, and then you get him by the ears and pull him out. <laughs> he gets stuck. So anything carpet, he goes, oh, I can't walk on here. Until Ange is there and it's a challenge. He goes, right, bitch, see if you can get me before I get under the bed. 
motherfucker. Fuck, didn't Men in Black put pugs on the map? Oh, Gus. Is it Gus? My mum's pug called Gus, Winston's brother. <laughs> Fucking wild. Say, Mr. Beefy. <laughs> Hello, gentlemen. Ooh. Danish salami here. Sorry you've had to put up with my younger brother, the Swedish meatball, for the past <laughs> couple of weeks. Yeah. But I'm back, baby. Now, two things. One, off the back of last week's potty, totally agree that Bundaberg sauce or any double sauce is the best soft drink of the modern era. Full stop. But as a kid, did you ever try yellow creaming soda? Mm. Not just red bullshit stuff. Do yourself a solid and try the Crow's Nest yellow creaming soda. It's in my top two of all time. The second reason for the call is flogs who can't control their dogs at cafes. I was recently having breakfast at a cafe in Cairns just across the road from the Backpackers Hostel. This woman with a white fluffy dog ordered and sat at the table beside me. The dog put his paws up on the table and tried to eat the sausage off my plate. First go, it's a bit of a laugh. Second go, it's like love, control your dog. And the third time, I was going to say something, and as I did, she put her finger up to her mouth and sort of gave me that, shh, I'm on the phone, just wait. So I finished my breakfast, and then she turns to me and says, yes. And I said to her, can I feed the leftover sausage to your dog? And she's like, oh, of course you can. Thank you. That'd be so lovely. So I tossed it out in the middle of Grafton Street. She got the message. Fuck her and a dog. Be better, love. Okay, boys. Love you, Curbs. Fuck you, Gibbo, you passion fruit loving weirdo. Love lime thick shakes and love you, Moose. Salami out. Just throws it on the fucking. Go get the fucking thing. <laughs> oh, Danish, you're on fire. Fucking champed him, though, with the shush. Oh, imagine that. You champed a bloke on only flogs moose. Yeah, I did. He, you, what, you, He's that, proud of it too. <laughs> he wasn't even being rude. No, it's just joking. And if you weren't, that was that. See, every now and then, the South African comes out in him. And this is the only I thing we've got to beat. Yeah, you 100% were drinking. The only chance, like, the only chance you got for him to beat Quinn is if that streak comes out. And then fucking God help him. Because oh, you champed a guy so quick over nothing. I know. I apologise for you. I went, sorry, he's drinking. Yeah, and you wrote champ. No, bud. I think I wrote bud. <laughs> My first tradie was South African. And all I remember. Was remem- he a cockhead? He was an ar- oh, I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but he was an oh, asshole. That's hard. Yeah, yeah he's still it. an asshole. You know what? Fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he, used to, uncle he used to hit me with this. Oh, you're a fuck, Buyana. You know why? <laughs> he used to tell me, your hair grows inwards into your brain. Oh, <laughs> I'm just like, oh. Look at Moose chubbing up over there, listen to that. <laughs> not. Yeah, throw your accent on, say that again. I'm not. No, throw your accent on. Next call. No, no, throw your accent on. <laughs> you watch this, watch him turn. You can do it. Do the accent, it's unreal. Four. Yeah, you said African accent. Oh, no, I got nothing. Do that fuck off out of you one you did that time. Oh, the, the cricket one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. boys. Let's uh, grab our bat and ball and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Goodness me, that gave me a flashback. <laughs> it's fucking cool. When he, when he gets pissed, he, when he gets pissed, he forgets he grew up in Melbourne. Just and he, start, into he just starts speaking South African. You're like, woo woo there, Zulu. Fucking calm down. <laughs> I'm straight back into Blood Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he grew up with a herd of gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a herd? Troop. Troop. And over from WA, mate. And over. Guys, um, got a couple of slogs of the week from a while ago, though. So you were talking about old mate who nearly had the wrong nut cut out. 
Mm. Uh, my dog, when he was eight months old, he uh, had a mis- uh, mishap and jumped off the ute and broke his leg. Picked him up from the vet the next day with a $4,500 vet bill. Um, and his whole back half was shaved and he had two scars. I was like, what happened here, boys? They cut the wrong leg open. They cut his left leg open, going, nah, this one's not broken. Oh, oh what the fuck? Motor, cut the other leg open and uh, fix that one up. So that vet was my flogger of the week. Fuck it, nice. Back in 2011, so I still don't forget it. Holds you know, a grudge. But talking about wanking in the shower, my wife and I did five years of IVF, and um, anyone who's done it knows it's a fucking rough time. The missus is full of hormones, and they're worse than normal, mate. But, you know, you can't, can't blame her for that. She's getting pumped full of it. I had to ejaculate two days before jizzing in a cup. So the missus said, it's a cup. Look, you've got to, um, whack, you've got to ejaculate tonight. Do you want to have a wank in the shower or root me? I was pretty tired, you know, big days. So I thought, oh, I'll just have a wank in the shower. So I got out of the shower. I couldn't find the missus. She's in the spare bed, bawling her eyes out, carrying on, because apparently it's not a good thing to her. Wank in the shower and said, you miss it. Took the bull over the roof. Remember that, boys? If you ever get the option, Mate. you miss it and She would have won't forget it. <laughs> I thought that was right, a guys, given. Thanks for the yarn. And fuck you, Orange Glaze. Cuckoo. Orange Glaze? Oh, it's a cuckoo guy. I hope that's a cuckoo guy. I did hear a cuckoo. I heard a cuckoo at the end. So so there's a guy in our Ladbrokes um, mates mode and every day he just goes, cuckoo. That's all he writes. I don't think he punts. He just writes cuckoo. And it's just a picture of a bird and cuckoo. That's the first time we've had a cuckoo ending. That could possibly be him. But, what, what mate, thinking? be fucking better. Yeah. like I really – so there's some things that uh, men should just know because yeah. as men we've tried to teach each other some things. Yeah. And it's like the – it's fine. <laughs> it's no it's not we know fine. it's not fucking fine. <laughs> I really feel like – he should have known that that was the wrong choice. Like, look, at the end of the day, sometimes you're like, oh, I couldn't be bothered having a root. But, yes, still have a root. Yeah. You don't ever say no to a root. Yeah, we pull the team together and we get back on the field for you the do. last half. You get back in there. You say, right, I love, hold your breath for 10 minutes, I'm coming in hot. Yeah, we never know when our last one's going to be, so exactly. we can't be knocking it back now. Exactly. Think, it's fucking spot on. Think back to teenage us. We wouldn't have knocked it back then. Fuck No. Be better. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck, is that on the dog's leg, though? No, that's a bit rough. Oh, that's wild. Well, what happened was last week a bloke went in for surgery and he was the surgeon. And was to the take a guy, to, yeah, to take a guy's, yeah, in the fessiles. He was a surgeon to take a guy's nut. He had like a nut that had to go. Mm. Held up the wrong nut. And just about the scalpel, a nurse went, stop! Wrong nut. You're going to think this is Mayo, but I almost lost my nuts with a similar thing. Bullshit. So uh, I got squirrel grabbed in footy and yeah. had a torsion, which is when your nuts yeah. twist around each other. It's fucking painful. Eh? And um, when I went in, because we're starting to get to like crunch time, so uh, they ended up doing it like pretty quickly. It's an emergency surgery, aren't you? Yeah, emergency yeah. surgery. And she's like, the doctor's like running in a bit of a panic and he's like, I just want to clarify that this is correct. I said, what is it? And he said, what do you have? And I said, oh, I've got... Twisted balls. Twisted balls. He said, how long has it been? And I said, oh, 14 hours. And he goes, okay. So what's that? And he goes, uh, this says I need to remove your testicles. That is wrong. <laughs> Holy like, fuck. I'm sitting there. And Holy I'm fucking, shit. Like, <laughs> by that time, my old boy's there. He's just like, the old boy's had that like, 
moment. <laughs> like, oh. walk out the fucking room. I'm just like... <laughs> How old were you? Oh, like fucking 16. You imagine if they oh, cut you still, still, off. You still needed them. Mate, I would have been upset. It would ruin your life. Oh, yeah. That'd be it. They can't just whack it back. That in. was a fucking panic attack, I tell you. Like, I wouldn't have wanted to be knocked out. No. Jeez, you would have got a good payout, but. Oh, it was too far. Oh. Oh, would oh. It, be... it wouldn't be worth it. Nah. It'd fuck you up at that age. Your dad would have got a new waterbed. Oh, yeah, he would have. <laughs> With baffles. Yeah. That it, may, it may be something to keep cats away. <laughs> uh, lucky last. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Morning, lads. Love the podcast. Just thought I'd give you a quick call. You hear plenty about uh, baby Moose and her antics. I just thought I'd give you a quick rundown of uh, my little two-and-a-half-year-old fucking lunatic. <laughs> so I've just been uh, lucky enough to do a bit of a round-the-world trip. <laughs> Um, took the two boys and the wife all through the world, cracking trip, except uh, Mr. Two-and-a-half-year-old decided uh, that he was going to start using piss as a weapon. So we started off in uh, Singapore, where the little man decided one day he wasn't happy, so he pissed through my Timberland boots, uh, the only waterproof boots I had for, with me to go through to Europe next off, so I ended up having to stick two hair dryers one in each boot to try and dry them out before we got on a plane. Then we flew through to Munich where he walked into the bathroom and pissed all over a pile of clean clothes that my wife had left out <laughs> for the two boys to get into. Thought he was just playing up a little bit, but then the next spot we were flying into Amsterdam where the little fucking chode decided just as we were landing to squat down between the seats, stare his dead in the eye, and say, I'm peeing, and pissed all through his pants, which we had no spares for. So we ended up having to carry him through Amsterdam Airport in nothing but a ski jacket and a pair of undies. Fuck. Kept going, though. We get through to Glasgow, where he walks up to my missus' open suitcase and pisses all through it, full of clothes, mind you. So everything is fucking stinking a piss there, too before the last stop on the trip where we went to Indonesia where he climbed up on our king-size bed, pulled his pants down and pissed everywhere. We didn't kill him. He's back with us. We didn't kill him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he wins a hat. Poor poor bastard. That poor bastard wins a flog flog bucket hat. You'd just be sitting there looking at the kid going, Why? 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 It's the Quinny of kids. (laughs) <laughs> Quinny's missus has got to deal with it every time he has seven beers Pisses all through the house it's pissing through the whole clean suitcase What about the shoes? <laughs> Take this old bastard Just pisses in his shoes Just locking eye contact oh, yeah, Looking at him Looking at him going Fucking I'm pissing Oh my yeah Moose That, yeah, that guy wins Fuck. That's dun, fantastic dun, Fucking hell. Poor bastard. Punting? Yeah, well, so we're off to the punting. Uh, Here is Gibbo live from the den. (laughs) Come on, you good thing. (laughs) Hello, punters. Tough weekend with massive fields, but really good racing around the uh, country. And look, I'd much rather bet in Flemington than I do Sydney. So the feature race there this week is uh, the Australian Guineas. Race eight. Going number three, King Colorado, around 7.50 the win and 2.50 the place. Was beaten by Riff Rocket, who might just be a star. It's the $2.30 favourite, Riff Rocket. 
Um, just think King Colorado set for the race uh, in the Kieran Mar stable, one of the best grand final trainers you will find. Blinkers go on. Any bad luck for the fave? And I think King Colorado can run over the top. I think 750 and 250s a fair price. Race eight, number three, each way at Flemington. Also, stay tuned uh, for some golf bets and plenty more in mates mode. I think Brooks Kepka can be hard to beat in the live tournament this week. He's about $11, but I'll be coupling him up uh, probably to finish top five with a couple of others. Just got to download that Ladbrokes app. Go to Mates Mode down the bottom right-hand corner. Two flogs, all capitals, one word. That will get you in, um, and I'll be putting up a stack of things this weekend. Have a great weekend. Get you up, flogs. Right, hey, good luck with that. Hopefully those come through for you. He's been going pretty well lately. You have to remember, he does give one or two away on the podcast, but please go to Mates Mode on the Ladbrokes app. It is capital letters, two flogs to join our group where you can see heaps of Gibbo's tips, uh, heaps of like-minded punters who are really, we're really getting some really good victories in there at the moment. There's a lot of green in there, which is fantastic. But uh, other than that, mate, I've got a bit of a present for you. Oh. We spoke today. So I'm a bit of a, I'm a, oh, look at that residue inside that chilli. So I'm a chilli man, mm. right? So I've, uh, back in the day, I'd grown a lot of chilies, and I've been known to help the odd person out um, with their chilies. With a bit of horticulture. Well, yeah. So this one, well, the ones that don't get me locked up, I've turned to chilies these days. So... Um, <laughs> tomato still hasn't produced it's, fruit. Yeah, yeah. That tomato hasn't produced fruit ever. It makes um, me cough, Gavin. Yeah, yeah, no. It's, it's, it's been a good 20 years since I've, I've stopped bloody growing that shit. Now I'm on the chilies. Mate, seven pod infinity. There's four in there. So... Um, you'll have to Google the Moose. Do you want to do this now? Actually, we'll just Google the Scovilles, man. Can you bring up the, Sco, the Scoville rating? I was going to say, how much brain damage am I going to incur? This is going to cause you a lot of trouble. So, <laughs> what I recommend, mate, is is possibly um, drying one out, and then getting the seeds out and growing your own. Yep. And then these are fresh. You'll feel these. These are red hot fresh. So, um, Beetle, thanks very much, mate, for uh, producing me some beautiful plants. And uh, now they're just fruiting up beautifully at the moment. So we're going to bring the Scoville levels up so you sort of give a bit of an idea of what you're running here. So just bring it up for me, bud, if you can. Right, so we're going to go the seven pod and infinity. Can you find that for me, mate, please? Not on there. What do you reckon it'd be close to? Oh, Habanero? There it is, there, infinity chili. So this one here, keep going up, Moose. You can see it oh, mate, yeah, just yeah. there. What's that say? My eyes are a bit fuzzy. Uh, 1.1 million. Okay, so that's 1.1 million Scoville. I felt it burning in the back of my throat you, so sir. hot I couldn't speak. I began to shake. There you go. So that okay. one yeah, nice. That one is fucking hot. Uh, this one is the aptly named Hurtberry. So it looks like a small little... Uh, it looks a little bit like a reaper. Name Hurtberry. Hurt name the Hurtberry. You might have to Google that one, mate. So, so to give you... So the jalapeno is how many there, Moose? Um... 5,000. Okay, so the jalapeno yeah. is 5,000, what I just gave you is 1.1 million. Excellent. Right, so they're quite warm, the ones it steeps that I up. dabble in. Okay, so oh, we do have the ghost chili, is it on there? So just type in ghost, bud. Yep. So the Carolina Reaper now is the pussy of chilies. It's is not, it? Yeah, it's not the hottest anymore. Oh. The hottest now is there. Can you just read that for me, um, Moose, the top one, please? He's <laughs> actually capsicum. Read it out. Resin 
Ferroxen. Right. It is 15 billion on the Scoville level. There's that one. <laughs> no, I don't have one. I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't I was going to say, I don't. No, you can't get no, it. No, that'll be like a, the crystal version. Yeah, of you, it, can't, you can't get that stuff yet. So, so Carolina Reaper is still the hottest chili, but that's Go- the. Ghost is about 1 million. Yeah, so, so it steps back. So from, there's yeah. your ghost chili. That's 1 Ooh, million. Thank you, sir. That's 1 million Scoville. So that's down a little bit. Uh, the Hurtberry Moose, can you just um, Google that for me, bud? The ghost just looks mean, eh? Yeah, the ghost is a really, really mean fruit. Like mm. it's. Because they are a fruit. And that, oh, that really? bullshit where they say just don't eat the seeds. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> that is bullshit. Yeah, so this one here is the Hurtberry. So Moose is Ooh. just trying to find it. What's it, mate? doesn't give me an exact... Let's have a look. So I'm quite happy because I've been trying to grow some chilies in the garden. The well, these are, these are the heirloom variety, so you can shoot off them. Ooh. So if you go and just buy your standard chili from the shop and stuff like that, they're just going to be a generic chili. These are, are classed as, as that, and you can actually grow off just them. Just below so, the Carolina Reaper, so probably yeah, around about the five mil. Yeah, so the Herbberry is it's pretty well the second... Hottest in the world, so that's those four there. Um, you can see the like the residue coming off in the bag, so they're fucking hot, mate. So that's the Hurtberry. So yeah, five million Scovilles, so that'll that'll definitely sort your world out. Now this one here, this is the exciting one that I've got. Now this is the extremely rare Orange Reaper, fairly new to the industry. There's a I got, and I've got you quite a few there. I've got you seven um, because what I'd do is probably seed a couple out. Just get on get on the Google how to dehydrate chilies. Grab your seeds and grow yourself some, mate. That is that is the hottest chili in the world, right there in that bag. And these are the new orange variety that don't look like the traditional red. Um, yeah, it looks like capsicum. Y- yeah, <laughs> they're not danger capsicum. <laughs> yeah, so as you see, I've got them in a bag. Wash my hands and stuff like that. Don't touch your balls, um, mate. That is the orange reaper. So you said you like a bit of chili. I only have thank you, sir. Things that have like yeah, fifty billion fucking yeah, ones that are gonna fuck my life up. Yeah, that, yeah, you will know you're alive <laughs> with, with that. So, mate, there's some little gifts for you. I like um, it. I thank you. Thank yeah, you. don't fuck around with them because you will find out. Yeah, I uh, accidentally ate a Carolina Reaper recently. Yeah, you were stunned. So, so tell me about that. So uh, we are at Mount Tambourine. Um, beautiful part of the world. Yeah, beautiful yeah. part of the world. And uh, out the front of the reception, there's like... Not St. Bernard's? No, no, Mount Tambourine in um, Brisbane. Oh, sorry. Okay. Sorry, not Brisbane, but outside of Brisbane. Yeah. Um, beautiful little spot. But there's all these like... Um, they've got a wonderful garden out the front with like all of the... All herbs and uh, heaps of chilies and tomatoes oh, and stuff no. like that. And uh, I've been trying to grow some chilies in the garden. So I'm sitting there walking up with my boss. And I was like, oh, chili. And he thought I was picking a couple. And uh, we've got a group of kids behind us. And I was like, oh, I'll just try it, you know, bit into it. And then I was like, what instant, mate. It was yeah, like the no devil way. come in my mouth. Five, what are they? What are they? Five what? 5.3. No, no, it's pepper spray. 1.5 oh, for yeah, the Reaper. Yeah. But, mate, it was like I just sucked on a red hot bit of steel. And yeah. I was like... What have I done? I've just gone, holy fuck. And my boss is like, turn around. He's like, what the fuck's wrong with you, cunt? And like, man, my face went numb. And here I am like, like I don't drink milk in my coffee, so I didn't have any in the yeah. car. All I had was like cucumber. So I'm at the back of the ute, like deep throating a cucumber. But <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Meanwhile, Phil has no concept of well, what's like, going no on. No context of what the fuck happened. And he's like, what's going on? I'm like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> just deep throating a cucumber. <laughs> 
it's bad. Like, and I mean, like a third of the chili is how much I ate. I was like little bite, and then I'm like, oh yeah, my no. god, my life's fucked over. My life is over. Yeah. I'm about to die. You literally can if you eat those things. They will fucking. Yeah. There's absolute disclaimer. Those things will fuck you up. You yeah, I'm not doing careful. it again. Even for cooking, <laughs> don't even put half into a meal. You'll oh, stop in a fucking whole meal. No, no, <laughs> yeah. you can. So, so I had a, Sammy, a, a friend of mine, coached her at hockey, right? And I, I make chili sauce. And I gave, she said, oh, can you bring me some of your chilli sauce? I went, yeah, no worries, done. She said, I love chilli sauce. I went, this is fucking hot. Full of Reaper. It was absolutely full of Reaper. And I mean fucking jam full of Reaper. She had a, <laughs> I'll never forget this yarn. She had a dinner party with a lot of friends over and she made like a bolognese, you know. And she went, oh, Curb's fucking chilli sauce. Oh, no. Didn't taste it. So she's put four or five – I wonder if I can get her the ring to flog on. I might have to get hold of her. She put four or five teaspoons, heaped teaspoons, of pretty much just reaper, vinegar, sugar, onion, apple. You always put apple in, in – I always put apple in my chilli sauce um, for a bit of sweet, natural mm. sweetener. A little bit of molasses. If you can get molasses well, – it's hard to get molasses, but it's pretty expensive. But a bit of molasses in it. And she's put them in there and destroyed her friends. Like, there was people in tears. <laughs> there was a lady that wouldn't talk to her for a while. Oh, no. Um, she didn't eat it. She'd handed it out, saw the reactions and went, oh, fuck. I'm not yeah, fuck that. They thought that she'd stitched them up. Well, she did, I guess. And then abused me. I went, I fucking told you. Fuck. It's chilli sauce for dudes. <laughs> I've done Russian roulette with the world's hottest corn chips. You just get a bowl of oh, like, normal yeah. corn chips and then just put them in. Yeah. And then you stick it on the table and, you know, a couple of people don't get hot ones. Herd settles. Somebody gets a hot one and they're like, ah. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. The boys here done. I was crook one night. I had um, really bad diverticulitis because yeah, I ate a lot convenient. of chilies. Well, I ate a lot of chili. And at one particular stage, I had really bad diverticulitis so I couldn't do it They we bought this fucking uh, jerky wasn't it yeah world's hottest beef jerky yeah, oh I remember that yeah, yeah. nearly killed him yeah <laughs> oh, <laughs> turned turn Gus inside out it was oh, fucking wild it was about 45 minutes it was wild as fuck sucking off the devil yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> I was like why did Cab do it I said because I already had a fucking ulcer in my guts so I didn't want another one so mate that's it we're pretty well done so thanks very much mate really hey, appreciate it appreciate, really appreciate you having you me coming. here really appreciate you coming in um Funny story is, yeah, Cyril, <laughs> poor old Cyril, wasn't meant to be tonight. He was, well, he was, but I forgot to fucking ask him. Uh, shout out to Westy and Townsville. He could have fucking told me he didn't know what I was talking about. Then I would have realised who I was talking to. So, yeah, <laughs> but anyway. Funny. Thank you very much to all our listeners. Each week we're growing, growing, growing. We're very happy with how we're going along and, and just the Flog community, Flog Nation. We are the original Flog Pod, and don't fucking forget it. Uh, keep following us on socials, Facebook. Join our only Flogs. And, uh, yeah, merch drop, 15th. Get around it, set in your calendars, and let's have some fun. All right, remember, talk to your mates, check your balls. If you're going to flog it, flog it like it's not yours. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. 
Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. shopify.com slash work.